Happy holidays, right? Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy yeah, Hanukkah. Right? Hanukkah. It's Hanukkah right now. All encompassing yes. holidays. Yeah. Um, we are back from our two week hiatus. Um, was it two weeks? It was two weeks. I mean, we didn't do a show last week, so I think so, right? Yeah. That's how time works, Smiley. Yeah. James. <laughs> Way to make me feel bad for not understanding how time works. Way to go, Smiley. Way to go. Um, so yeah, uh, happy holidays, everybody. I have uh, we have a guest, but let me let me let me do some uh, some house cleaning real quick. So since it is the holiday, I, I got all of my people. Are something you firing for, me? I'm firing James. <laughs> happy holidays, guys. Layoffs are what's going to happen for the new year. Are you laying all of us off? No, but I brought you guys gifts. Is you what I'm us? trying to say. Aww. Are you what? So I heard a bad thing when I was in Clovis. We all know that Allsup's got bought out. Oh, sad. So yes. it's going to be any sadder. They're going to change the name to In and Out. Oh. And what? they're not going to have the burritos there. You're what? Have to no buy more gut busters? You're going to have to buy them online. So I got everybody the taco sauce. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Chris. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Here you go, Ray. I even brought one for Buck. Oh, yeah. thank you, buddy. Aww. Yeah. Chris, so you're such a Pass sweetheart. that down. Okay, by the way, I, I have this in my house. Yeah. Refrigerate it, and I, I didn't get one for Buck, but I got uh, other stuff. Just remember to refrigerate this. This is yeah. not an on the table. I got everyone else a twenty dollar gift card. Oh, what the? Thanks, you. Are you, are you oh. serious? Yes, That's it's so Christmas. Nice. See, see, yay. Aww, I was hoping Chris. these. Were, I was hoping these were the cards that to load minutes on your phone. <laughs> and that would be that would be the most. Uh, I was in Clovis, so I bought you guys yeah. some some, some your burner phones. That's, like, that's, that's what they had at all. So, yeah. so when you guys are getting done with your meth deal, just break it and throw it in the trash. It's cool. And here's the burner phones. Uh, so I wanna I wanna we we have a, a special guest for our holiday show. Um, from the legend legendary Buck and world famous Buck and Dex show. On uh, the edge, we have Buck, and yes. he's now instead of the Buck and Dex show, it's now the Buck and Dex podcast, which is super exciting. It yeah. is the Buck and Dex podcast, yeah. You know, and I gotta say, honestly, no bullshit. I he you have been such a huge help. I mean, seriously, I couldn't have launched this thing without Chris's help. Like oh, he man. has been. Uh, and, and a godsend, seriously. I'm glad you said all those nice things about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, man. I mean, like, I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, what do I do? Because I want to do yeah. this. And he really kind of guided me through the whole process. So thank you so much. Well, so, you, yeah, yeah. So, yay, yay. So I was trying to think, like, how I want to, like, because I, like, we, we had you on the show before. And the, the last time, like, it was kind of like downstairs at Founders. 
it was real choppy and you know i was worried about the technical i didn't know you that well so i know you a little better now yeah so i can kind of like get into it with you a little bit about okay my history with you that yes. you don't even know about we have we have a history <laughs> kind of <laughs> i didn't know about the, i didn't so, know about this so okay so you're podcasting now yes i've been podcasting forever yes so whenever i first started well that sounded weird when that's probably some neighbor or something Whenever I first started podcasting, I was in Portales, New Mexico, and the morning radio show there is Rooney and Moon. Okay. And I would listen to that because there was nothing else to listen to, and I fucking hated it. Okay. And I mean, you know, it, it's a morning radio show in a, in a small Christian right-wing Wacky area. guys? Yeah. Okay. Wacky guys. So I hated it, and I was like, everything with my being, I'll never be that. I'll never be that. Yeah. Do I need so, tequila for this story or something? No, 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 Whiskey? Okay. This is actually an intervention. I, I just <laughs> want to check before no, we get so, too far down the road. So, like, I moved, I moved. So, I moved up here, and like, you know, there, there's, there was, uh, what is it? TJ Trout in the morning. Yeah. Yep. There was you guys. There was, um, they, they'd have the Bob and Tom show syndicated on. Yep. And I just like the Bob and Tom show. I would listen to it because I drive to work, and I just. It just drove me crazy, like how much, like he, he, the worst thing about doing something like this or movies or whatever is you start to learn the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the Bob and Tom show, I just started realizing that I was like, these comedians are all doing their their stand up bits. Yeah. And Bob and Tom are just like throwing them softballs into it. Yeah. And then I, after that, I was it was like ruined for me. And so then I would like, you know, listen to, uh, who's the other, it was uh, TJ Trout, who's the guy, Swami Rob? Swami that... Rob, yeah. Swami did the show with TJ. And so I just like, because of like, you know, the, the place where I came from, I just didn't like morning radio. Yeah. It drove yeah. me crazy. And so I, you guys, like my, my coworker would play you guys all the time, and you guys were the ones I could, t- I could stand. And so then I was just always like, morning radio is the worst. I'm a podcaster. We're going to destroy radio. <laughs> and, and then now I met you and I'm like, wow, he actually is a really cool guy. And now that I realize you guys were doing, you were pushing the envelope as far as you could. Yeah. Without getting fired or whatever. And I listened to the very first. So you guys have a new podcast. Yep. I listened to the very first episode today and I didn't realize how close you guys were to being fired like quite often. Oh, yeah. And if I don't know that, if I don't know that, I would have been like. All right, these guys are actually pretty cool. Yeah, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like it's it sounds like it, it starts to turn into the wacky morning radio to me. But I don't realize like you guys are just re- we're really just handcuffed all the time. Yeah, yeah, we were. We uh, we had we 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 took lemons and we made lemonade. We we did the right. best we could with what we had, and um, yeah, and I we, hope that wasn't offensive to you. I was just, no, not at all, yeah. not at all. Um, <laughs> We were, we, we, we had a, we had a saying that we used to kind of go by and it was, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we really kind of tried to live by that. And and some of this, and some of this things we pulled, like some of the stunts, I mean, obviously they were made up, you know, but we were just seeing like, how much can we fuck with people and really like raise their hackles to see, you know, how far we can push things. Like when the iPhone first came out, we said... We came up with this bit where we were going to chop somebody's finger off for an iPhone. Like we've got this brand shiny, brand brand spanking new iPhone, you know, they hadn't come out yet. (laughs) And we've got this iPhone. And if you want it, you have to let us cut a digit off. And, and, you know, and we played on that thing. 
You know, and we played that up and we played it up and then we took a frozen chicken bone and cut it with some bolt cutters and it sounded like we chopped a finger off. <laughs> we were on the news. People were pissed. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember that. Yeah, people were pissed. People right, were right, real right. upset. Yeah. My, my grandma knew that I listened to you guys all the time, so she was a cool grandma and she would be like, oh, I'm going to listen to them. And I remember when that happened, she was like, Oh my God! They chopped somebody's finger off. <laughs> Why would you listen to them? And, uh, it's so crazy. So, how many of the things you did to Oreo? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Were well, real? I don't know. The Oreo wasn't there when you guys were there, was he? Oh like, no, Oreo was there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. Um, a, a lot of the stuff, you know. I mean, yeah. we had Oreo. We had well, Oreo wasn't really a part of the show. He would come in and do stuff yeah. with us. But really, the guys that took the brunt of what we were doing were the Dilberts and you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we always wanted a stunt guy and you know what can we do with the stunt guy right and so and all their names were always Dilbert you know we, oh, okay. we, we I we forgot had, about the Dilberts yeah yeah and those were the guys that kind of took the 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 brunt of the things that came up in our heads you know right, like right. we were talking about um I mean we almost got one of the Dilberts stabbed once um, we were, uh, this is back when the panhandling was really super aggressive and, um, we decided that we were going to eradicate panhandling in Albuquerque. <laughs> so what we would do is we would take one of the Dilberts, we would have to take Dilbert number two because Dilbert number one was too, too afraid to do that. But, uh, <laughs> what we would do is we would send them out with like a dry erase board and have them go stand on the opposite side of the street oh as the panhandler. <laughs> and, and then they would write stuff on there, you know, like, like, give me your money. I deserve it more than these guys. And, you know, they draw arrows. And, and uh, you know, we almost got one of them stabbed once. Uh, we did another bit where we, um, we had a girl that wanted to be uh, a stunt. She wanted to be a Dilbert. And her name was Julia. And um, we did this thing where... We, we, we used to do this bit called the gauntlet, and what we would do is we would, um, we would blindfold the Dilberts, and we would ask them questions, and we'd have mousetraps set up everywhere. Oh, yeah. And they would just be in their, in, their, in their socks. And if they got an answer right, you know, we would guide them safely, and if they got it wrong, yeah. then we would guide them towards the mousetraps. And, you know, they never know what they were getting <laughs> until we told them to take a step. Um, so there actually were mousetraps. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, great. yeah, um, and uh, and and Julia wanted to. She wanted to be a. She wanted to be a Dilbert. So um, we had this really elaborate one set up where there were like tons of mouse traps, and there was a bucket of water at the end, and there was like a can of pepper spray in the middle, like police pepper spray. And you know, they got to the middle, and then they got to get pepper sprayed. Then they had to go through the rest of the mouse. It was totally like a wrestling bit. You oh know? Wow, wow, yeah. I mean, and. Uh, and something happened with Julie. I'm not sure what happened, but um, she ended up like they they called an ambulance. Like they oh called, shit, yeah, oh, like nine one one got called, and, <laughs> and you know we thought we were gonna get fired then. So we uh, yeah we. Did anybody ever threaten to sue you? Uh, you know, surprisingly, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I thought maybe that was gonna be the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, I thought maybe she was gonna come back and sue us, but uh, we never got sued. We were wow, super that's lucky. pretty lucky. Yeah, yeah, because there was like uh, I remember. When I first started podcasting, there was uh, the Nintendo Wii came out. Do you remember all that? Hold your Wii for the Wii. Hold your Wii for the Wii, man. <laughs> that girl died up in uh, there's a girl I almost, that died. I almost feel like that was kind of the end of like the crazy, wacky, you know, like oh, um, God. the morning, you know, stunts and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, kinda... we were so we were on the air when that happened, and our boss we we had the best boss ever his name was bill may we kind of painted him as like the bad guy he was like the heel in our show oh yeah 
but he was actually a really good dude. And uh, when all of that stuff happened, he basically kind of pulled us aside and said, all right, you can't do anything that could possibly endanger somebody. Right. So we kind of took that to mean they can feel physical discomfort, but we can't do like, anything that like could. Like a mousetrap. Like a mousetrap. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or like dog collar trivia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you know, right, yeah. like I've. Which I've seen, I've seen uh, people doing on the internet now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I don't know what my deal is with electricity, but I just like really enjoy it, and it's really funny to me. That and like really hot food. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the yeah. first Dilbert we had, we fed him. <laughs> we would we would like bait him with stuff. Like he was this this young kid from Montana, and he just wanted to, you know. At first, when he got down here, he's like, I want to be in radio. And then he met some porn people, and he's like, I want to be in porn. <laughs> and so you could like dangle a carrot in front of this guy's face, like, Hey, Slipknot's coming next week. Do you want to go meet Corey Taylor? Oh shit, yeah. And, and he would be like, Yeah, yeah. What do I have to do? And it's like you have to eat this habanero pepper. <laughs> oh fuck, man. You I know? like doing that to Royal. <laughs> So the meanest thing I ever did to Royal is we got a spot to promote a show on like one of the good day New Mexico shows or whatever. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm really good friends with one of the guys who was the, the videographer and he they would come up with like these crazy segments and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I wish we could find somebody funny to go to the fiery food show. And so I said, you know who would be funny is <laughs> Royal because Royal will always agree to do things he never says no and he hates hot food like it makes him physically ill but yeah. i knew he wouldn't say no and he would be funny <laughs> so my friend tells royal well we'll promote your whatever it was more if you come and do this fiery food show thing so he did it and they they tricked him into eating like the hottest like a ghost thing. pepper or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but they made it look like a donut or something. Oh god. That's a that's a dick. Oh, so wow. they made him like eat really hot stuff oh, and then they're shit. like, "Here, eat this donut." And the donut had like chili frosting yeah. or something. Oh, wow. And he didn't know that I had orchestrated this whole thing was laughing oh, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> My friend was posting like on the Instagram stories and I was dying the whole time. So he's telling me about it later. And he's like, I wonder why they asked me to go. And I was like, oh, sorry. You're all good. He's like, why would you do that? You know I you're hate welcome, hot food. I was, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Ha! That's awesome. Poor guy. <laughs> he hates me a little bit. So I was listening to the to the podcast. I listened to the first episode of the yes. Buck and Dex podcast. And you guys, like, you, you say you don't know why you got fired. I mean, you really, I mean, you really have no idea why you got fired? It, it, could, pro- it could be a money thing. I mean, they're... There are so many things that it could be, you know, I mean, well, they didn't tell you they weren't just like they were just like later. They can't. No, they, they literally we got an email that day, May the 4th, 2015. We got an email at like 730 in the morning and it said, hey, we want to meet, uh, talk to you real quick after the show ends. And, you know, we got through the show. I went to the bathroom, came back and the general manager was in there with like two manila envelopes. And after like almost 15 years, he said, station's going in a different direction and it's not with you guys. If you wow. have any questions, call the 800 number. Are you serious? Yeah. Call wow. the 800 number? Yeah. Good Lord. Is it 1-800-FUCK-YOU? Is that what Pretty it is? much. <laughs> That's pretty much what it boiled down to. So, wow. But I mean, it's, it, it could be anything. But you know what, man? It doesn't matter. 
No, it's just it's screw job. It's just business. Albuquerque screw job. They don't want us. They don't want us. Ray's like when I got fired, they jumped me from behind and hit me with a chair. (laughs) I think you should have been able to punch him right in the face like Brett did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just, I I just thought, man, I was like, man, because I remember when it happened, and uh, you guys had a Facebook page, and people were like, you know, putting up protests and all kinds of shit, and I thought maybe you know, I. I I just thought they were like you guys made too much money and we we can't afford you. No, it definitely wasn't that. I mean, we we did okay. I mean, we weren't making tons of money, you know, but we weren't you know making yeah twenty five thousand dollars a year. Well, I like I like when you guys talked about it on there. You were like you know that was kind of like what was it two thousand twelve? Is that right? When we got fired, yeah, two thousand fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. But you guys were kind of talking about how that kind of seemed like the end of the uh, well, like two thousand twelve, two thousand fifteen, kind of the end of the like the the morning radio wars where you kind of like had a war kind of with the other radio station. Like you literally like oh, yeah. post up next to them and you're like, you know, there's those fucking guys, you know? And Oh, yeah, dude. We used to do crazy shit, man. I mean, <laughs> if when The Zone was here, you guys remember The Zone? Oh, yeah. With Moxie yeah. and Missile yeah. and all the and yeah. Leah Black. Um, yeah, we would go down across the, from the sunshine and there's that building that's across the street. You know, The Zone had a show we would go down there and you know take a projector and like project our logo on the side of the building. <laughs> you know, it's like you would always do weird, weird stuff like that. You know, just to try to, yeah. just to fuck with them. Yeah, just to fuck with them. And I mean, in in real life, were you guys like friends? Like the the DJs? Were you guys friends or no? Or were you like literally like this? Is, they're the enemy. We're the no. I mean, it's all it's all. I don't want to say it's fun and games, you know, but it kind of is. I mean, yeah. I've known Moxie since. I mean, I was working at the station at the Edge when Moxie got hired. He actually yeah. got hired at the Edge uh, right about the same time I did, and he was actually. Um, are we that deep in the beer yet? Yeah. <laughs> are, we, are we? Are we? Are we there already? The stool? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you okay? That was my bad. Started early on the wine. Yeah. 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 But no, I mean, I've known Moxie since like the mid '90s. You know, him and Kit and. And uh, we've all been friends ever yeah. since then. And you know, See, I don't, re- I don't remember them, but yeah, yeah, no, he was, um, he was. So Moxie got hired at the radio station at the Edge in '94, and he won a contest to be a concert correspondent yeah. when the Foo Fighters played at the Dingo Bar. Okay, yeah. and oh, so yeah. he went down that. and covered the show for the Edge, and they liked him, so they said, "Hey, we want to give you a job. We want to put you wow. on the air." So that's how Moxie got hired. I got actually discovered. Um, I don't think I've told the story on the air before, but oh. I actually got discovered at for the edge. So my very first air shift ever was doing overnights for ninety four rock. Okay. Um, Frank Jackson was the old program director, and and uh, I knew a bunch of people that worked at ninety four, and I was trying to get into radio. I just gotten out of the out of the navy, and uh, somebody didn't come in for their overnight shift. So Frank Jackson calls me and he says, "Hey, he's like." can you come down and do the shift? And I was like, sure, I can come down and do it. What would what, that mean? Like uh, switching the tapes out or? Yeah. So back then it was like CDs and carts. So carts basically look like little eight track right, tapes. Right. And that's what your commercials would be on your elements. So like your sweepers in between. Um, and so I knew how to do it. You know, I'd been in there before with people. I'd seen how to, how, how it had worked. Okay. And so I went and I did the shift. Well, that was the end of that. But shortly after that, uh, Sandy Horowitz was the program director for The Edge. And at the time, I was doing a night at the University Draft House. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. So I was doing uh, Time Warp Thursdays, which was an 80s night. 
Oh yeah, you're like a DJ, right? Yeah, I was a DJ. I was a club DJ. Okay. And um, I remember that place, man. Yeah, I DJed all over, and so I was DJing there. I was also DJing at Knockouts. And fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on, stop there. You gotta do. You gotta do your uh, strip club DJ. This is my strip club DJ voice. Yeah. Really? This is this is how I did it. This is I wasn't. Cinnamon's coming up on the main stage. That wasn't me. That totally wasn't me. Like, uh, for the next hour, we've got $3 Jaeger shots. Yeah. No, that wasn't me. Uh, so, um, so yeah. So, I'm doing, I'm doing Time Warp Thursdays, and um, there was a girl that did the remote for The Edge. Her name was Jordan. Okay. And she was the midday girl at the station, and she told the program director about me. And so, one Friday, Sandy Horowitz came over when I was DJing at Knockouts and sat and listened to me for like two or three hours. Just sat there drinking a couple of beers, had no idea who the guy was. And he came up to me, you know, before he was getting ready to leave and he said, Jordan told me about you. My name's Sandy. I'm the new program director for The Edge. I want to put you on the radio. And I said, okay, let's do it. So I basically got discovered at a strip club. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, that's, that's a, the way to of be. All the things that could happen to you to and knockouts of all places <laughs> and knockouts. <laughs> now, 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 knockouts I, I, isn't the worst, guys. I, I haven't been. I haven't been to a strip club in a really, really, really long time. But years ago, knockouts was like it was the place. Really? For for the I, girls, yeah. I, I'd like to go back to Holly's point. Are you saying it's not the worst in town? Knockouts? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess now that two hundred three is gone. What? I would assume What so. the hell was 203? I don't that even was know. The, that was the trucker one. Like, the oh, truck yeah. stop strip club. Well, okay. I worked so, there. <laughs> so Wait, at where? At 203. The one outside Moriarty. Oh, Foxtails. Yeah, is that, whatever what, is that what the actual name was? It used to be called Foxtails. Oh, when okay. I worked there, it was called 203. That sounds like a nice Disney cartoon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Foxtails. Foxtails. No. <laughs> no, when I worked there, it was 203 because that's the highway exit. It is right. located off okay. of. Okay. Oh. Used to, All Fours was pretty bad or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, chapter fours. 2, whatever it was called. Chappie. Uh, yeah, then, that one's then, pretty bad. Uh, Spirit Marina wasn't. It was nice. But now it's like there's, there's. I mean, I've, from what I understand, there's just, <laughs> there's just TDs North and Gold. Yeah. And then Knockouts and then Fantasy World. Is that all that's left? Oh, you know I what? think so. I like think, I said, I don't go to strip clubs. You know right, what? Anymore. I think Fantasy World is worse than Knockouts. Traffic to Knockouts. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis. <laughs> Alexis telling us what the traffic to Knockouts is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice. quick six-minute walk to Knockouts yeah. right now. Uh, Wear a jacket. So in the chat room, they're saying Foxtails was in Flora Vista. I don't know what the hell that means. Flora what Vista. What is Flora Vista? What's Flora Vista? I don't know. I have what no is idea. Foxtails? Oh, wait. Am I thinking of... Um, Are they making up words? Wait. Hold on. Maybe Foxtails was Farmington. Oh. Yeah, because oh, that's yeah, Billy. Yeah. Billy is the one who chimed in and said Maybe that. Maybe that was Farmington. That's yeah. probably... I probably have the... CD strip clubs mixed in. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're probably comparable. <laughs> it so, all just so mixes together. In the chat, they say, I'm here for Chris's precious Hanukkah haircut Aww. and his lovely decorations. I don't know about the rest of you. Aww. That's right. Ah. And they are saying that Foxtails is near Farmington. Okay, that's what I've got my yeah. CD strip clubs mixed up. Was that the birthday girl who said that? It is, yeah. Happy birthday, Happy Shelby. Birthday, Shelby. Even Shelby, though yeah. you don't like my unicorn hoodie. <laughs> oh dang! Is that what she said? No, it, I don't know. Is it Shelby's birthday? It is. It is Shelby's. Oh birthday. my god! Happy Shelby, birthday, friend of the show, Shelby. It's her birthday. Happy birthday! I wrote on her Happy Facebook page. I like. I like to do this to people that I really mm-hmm. like a lot. I go. So I hear it's your birthday, and then that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. all I say. That's like, all I. I don't. I don't say anymore. Just that's like it. if Chris really likes you, he seems like he doesn't. Right. 
That's like, huh? It's your birthday, huh? Mm. <laughs> Neat. I'll try that with my wife. See how that works. <laughs> I think that'll don't, work out well. Don't do that. It's your no. birthday, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about that anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, thing, so huh? you're having a birthday today? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Still have to cook? Or, uh, <laughs> I guess. You're going out. Yeah. So, so anyway. Yeah. Radio wars. Yeah. Was that? Was we're that? all pretty much friendly. I mean, there were yeah. a couple of people that I didn't like from other stations, but There's okay. Like a level of professionalism you, that I yes. imagine that you have. Can you to go have. ahead and name yeah. all those people and we'll call it? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, call, we'll, we'll tag t- them. Hey, TJ, welcome on the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I actually used to go fishing with TJ. I, I assume so because yeah. you, you want to have him on the show. So do you call well, him Mr. Trout? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no, because I mean, like from what I remember, it was like you guys. Erica Viking was she left and went on went, she left you guys because I heard on you know I didn't realize she worked with you guys. Yeah, she got, here, she got fired during the great uh, downsizing. Yeah, uh, and then she went over to another station. And she's on she, Coyote. Is she still there? Yeah. Oh damn. Yep. Didn't wasn't she with Swami at one point? Uh, she was with so TJ had retired and yeah. she was doing the morning show with Swami. Okay. And then we had the great downsizing the day that Barack Obama got inaugurated. That's right. Right. <laughs> yes. And uh, she got she got she got shit canned that day. I love Erica Viking. She's great. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty interesting. How Clear Channel came in and like waited until um, uh, his inauguration day to lay a bunch of people off. That was pretty insane. It's brilliant. I mean, because so when when the when the when the recession happened and the market crashed, I mean, we're covering all this stuff. We're talking about it on the air. I mean, we weren't like a really obviously we weren't like a real newsy station, (laughs) but you know, I mean, (laughs) when. When somebody lays off half of their workforce, you know, a large corporation, it's big yeah. news. Right. And so we're talking about it. And when Clear Channel did it, they did it the day that Barack Obama was inaugurated. It's so like nobody the first black president getting right. sworn into office. Nobody gave a shit about a radio company right. laying off a third of its yeah, yeah, workforce, yeah. you know? They didn't it's care. It's pretty smart. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, sleazy. it's horrible, yeah. but it's smart. So I mean, you, yeah. So you worked for Clear Channel and you worked for iHeartRadio. Clear Channel became iHeartRadio. So that's yeah. what happened. It, it, so it's not Clear Channel anymore. No, now it's iHeartMedia. So when Clear like Channel that. came in, it sounded like they kind of were like homogenizing radio. Yeah, they totally were. So I kind of saw the writing on the wall in 2012. So like I, I, I'm, I have a real estate license. That's what I've been doing since I got fired. I'm, yeah. I'm a full-time real estate person. And um, I saw the writing on the wall. The CEO of the company was coming to Santa Fe for something. And they called this weird Saturday meeting, right? The CEO of Clear Channel. I can't remember what the guy's name is. But uh, they had this all hands on deck meeting. So we go on a Saturday and, you know. He's oh, that's the best. Yeah. Your day off. Yeah, Come on down. Amazing. For a meet and greet. Yeah. And, uh, and he starts talking about the direction the company's moving and how they're going to start doing this thing called talent sharing. Yeah. And essentially what they said was you can have, if you have a day part that's struggling, what we can do is we can provide you with the best talent that you could think of. You know, like you want the afternoon guy from Z100 in New York, he can be your afternoon guy. And And I always love how they do that. They always go, no, 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 we're here to help you guys. If you're struggling in this area... We can take someone who's not, right. and they can come and bolster you, and it'll be a win-win across the board. And, and then there's always those people who are like, well, that sounds great. And they're like the brown noser of the company or whatever, and you're just like in the back shaking your head going, this is fucked. Yeah, we were walking out of that meeting, and I looked at Dex, and I was like, we're fucked. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, talent sharing? I was like, this is how they're going to, you know, Skynet's 
fucking for real, man. They're taking over. Yeah. Like this shit's happening. Oh yeah. And sure enough, you know, it was it was maybe like six months after that meeting, they flipped the format. Oh yeah. And they mm-hmm. said, We've got this new thing we're gonna do called premium choice, which is kind of ironic because there's neither premium nor choice. <laughs> and it was basically like some guy that was in um, some programmer that was in Ohio became the program director for all of the alternative stations that were participating well, in premium well, choice. Yeah. Well, then they don't then they don't have to pay a program director at every single place. Right, right, and 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 you basically all of your air talent gets blown out as well. So then you have all of these different people yeah. from all over the United States yeah. that are filling these spots. Like we had this girl named Allie that came on after us and she was fucking terrible. Awful. I mean, awful. People hated her. I mean, she's a terrible jock anyway. But I mean, people just hated her. But the weird thing was like, you could be in Albuquerque listening to the Foo Fighters at right. 1035 and be in Phoenix listening to the Foo Fighters at 1035 and it was just basically like they were trying yeah. to you know do this thing where they were saving money and it didn't right. work no the, the yeah. whole system didn't work well, I aren't mean, they still doing that I mean it kind of seems like they it. kind of are but in it's, the morning I don't, for sure. I don't know the last time that I actually listened to a morning show anymore I know. Because, uh, and I, actually I'll, I'll go on this is uh, whenever you guys went off the air, I actually stopped listening yep. to the morning show. Stopped listening to the radio almost entirely. Yeah, yeah. which same is kind of crazy. And I, I yeah. think that uh, it, it really goes to show how much of an impact you guys had on 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 people in the Albuquerque area for me because I would listen to the radio because a I like the music on that station, but also like you guys had interesting things to say. You'd catch catch our interest once you guys were off, and I and it was kind of known they kind of did you guys dirty. I was like, well. Like, I don't have anything to listen to. I got music on my phone. And yeah. I just plugged in my phone and yeah. played music. And then uh, and then I started picking up podcasts. And, yeah. and that's whenever I started listening to a lot more podcasts and li- listening to internet radio books. Like, really anything other than, and, than talk radio. But I was like, I think that really started to change the game. And for as dirty as they did, I mean, in this small period of time, you guys have transitioned into what I think is maybe even possibly a more powerful like medium right now. More people listening to this and an ability to reach more people uh, in this. What what would you say on that? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. And, and I don't know if this is true or not. This is just my take on the, uh, from the outside of it. I feel like they were trying to do what they could do. Like they were just like, they were like, there's radios. It's like newspaper. It's like, we're hemorrhaging badly. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, all the, you know the barbarians are at the gate. We have all these different mediums that are coming in. Podcasting for one. I mean, I I, I as a podcaster for for 13 years, I came in to destroy radio. Right. Like that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, you know, I don't think that terrestrial radio will ever be completely gone. No. I, I don't think it yeah, will. No, yeah, no, not right. You know, but the landscape is going to completely change. But yeah, it had to evolve. It's going to evolve. And and, and that's where I think it was, you and, know? And what I was getting at, though, is that I feel oh. like they really shot themselves in their foot by by doing this because it's like, oh, we're trying to save ourselves money. And, and a lot of people just stopped listening. It's like, this is right. all I needed to, yeah. well, to give up yeah. on it. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean... And what did they gain at the end? I honestly like, think that radio is way ahead of like newsprint. I mean... Radio has really like been bolstering themselves for years to get ready for. I mean, you buy a car now, and the car comes with a with a with a screen in the middle and apps, and yeah. it has apps. And one of those apps is Stitcher, mm-hmm. and yeah. Stitcher ain't the radio. Um, and you can get Wi-Fi in your car, and you can listen to podcasts, or you can podcast off your phone. 
I mean, I really feel like radio was starting back in those days to see. I don't know how, but like if you look at them versus like print media, I feel like radio was was ahead of the game trying to like you know. And I mean, it sucked that you know they they you know that happened. But I mean, I feel like that's what they were doing. I mean, they were yeah. How do we cut costs? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're trying to figure out. Excuse me. They're trying to figure out how they can maximize their bottom line right yeah and years ago they came out with this thing they were like okay hd radio is the future i remember that yeah. and that was like i was like what the fuck is and this? it's like all right what's hd radio they're like well you could have the edge one and the edge yeah 1.1 1. 1 oh, and yeah. 1.2 you and know it, and have cares, these different yeah. and it's like yeah it's not gonna work yeah, you know, it's not going to work. It's like HDTV where you had the different like one point, like you had like thirteen point one, thirteen. Yeah, 4. exactly, exactly. With my antenna on my TV, I have seven point one, seven point two. Mm. That's all fine and dandy for like. I remember you know, when they were like over the air TV that out there. Yeah, yeah, and now they're saying like you know their whole deal is like digital. They want to yeah. sell digital because, I mean, granted, everything's online. Right. Like mm-hmm. everything is online. I mean, right. I don't really listen to radio a whole lot. If I do, I'm listening to like a football game or. Yeah. You know, listen, maybe some talk radio, uh, but talk radio like yeah. ESPN. And guess what the talk radio does at the very end of the at the end of the hour? They go, um, well, that's the end of our show. And if you missed the show, yeah, be sure to, to listen ch- to the podcast, listen to our yeah. podcast yeah. later on the day, yep. which is insane. Because I mean, for me, it's insane. Yeah, because I mean, where, where I came from to now, it's like everyone's got one. Every every show has yeah. one. I remember when Tom Likas, you know Tom Likas. Oh yeah, I remember Tom Likas. Uh, that fucking guy <laughs> can't do it, can't see it, don't want it. You know? Oh, I do yeah. remember. I him. fucking hate. It. First of all, I hate him. And I, but but I used to I used to impersonate him on the show all the time. And Billy had never listened to it, but he just loved my impersonation. One eight hundred five eight hundred Tom. This is Tom Likas. Uh, women should be in the kitchen. That's how it is. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And he had his fucking Hawaiian shirt on. Anyway, he left. He got fired because you know he's a misogynistic piece of shit. He got fired, <laughs> and then he went and started podcasting, and he proclaimed that he invented it. Oh yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, thank wow. God. Him and Al Gore should get together and like yeah. do some stuff. But I mean, like, there's there's some some things that have happened. Like like, I remember I used to just literally like hate radio because it was like this medium that I was trying to like. I mean, I, I I wanted to be on the radio, but then I also felt like the radio like was probably uh, limiting. You know, podcasting you weren't yeah. lim- you're not limited. You just can do whatever the fuck like you want to. Yet. And so then, like, I remember Adam Carolla gets fired from the radio. Yep. And Adam Carolla's like, well, I have some money. I'm going to create a podcasting studio, and I'm going to see what happens. And, I mean, good or bad, way you feel about him, Adam Carolla, number one, he evolved podcasting. He did. Number two, he saved it. He's one of the reasons why we're podcasting. He's, I'll tell you why. Well, all of us. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but go for it. We we talked to him. Yeah. We, we've interviewed him three or four times, and he remembered us. Like yeah. every time we talked to him, he would remember us, and he was always, you know. Oh, he has a steel trap of a like mind. He's yeah, like, yeah. And before, so when you're doing these radio interviews, you know, basically what will happen is like a booker will come on, you know, they'll uh-huh. get you on the phone, and they'll yeah. say, okay, uh, you know, hold on, he's wrapping this up, you know, yeah. he wraps yeah. it up, and then he comes to you, and it's like, okay, we're going live in 30 seconds, or we're going live in a minute and a half, and you sit there and you have a, a conversation yeah. with these people, and Adam Carolla is like. Why don't you guys do a podcast? Right. When are you going to do a podcast? Yeah. He's like, just go out, get five thousand listeners. After you do that, get ten thousand. He's like, get up to fifty. You yeah. know, he's like, do a podcast. Oh, like, yeah. 
I'm well, very excited you guys have done a podcast. Well, he saved us, too. You yeah. know that? He no. actually saved us. How so? So there was this fucking internet, um, I'm sorry, patent troll. Oh, yeah. Who had bought I've, this, I've heard of those. Who had bought this patent that was basically saying it was a really wide, you know, they, they go out and they buy these like these patents that are, are generic, like in tone. And then they sue. And then they sue everybody. And they came in, and it was some patent that basically said, uh, "I recorded, I record, you, rec- you know, you record a thing and put it on the internet, and people download it." I mean, it was really, you know, generic. And he was suing people right and left, and he sued Corolla, he sued, um, I want to say, oh man, what was the big podcast? There used to, I could tell you all kinds of podcasting history, but there was a couple big ones, and Adam Corolla, like he just wanted, he just wanted a, a payout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he wanted like twenty grand. Yeah, which Adam Carolla could could break off twenty grand. And sure. Adam Carolla goes, no, fuck you. And the guy could have literally shut down if he would have if he, if they would have went high enough, whatever. And so what Adam Carolla did was is he he did a crowdfunding thing and he goes, we got to fight this because we need this medium to be open. And he crowdfunded it and he he countersued that guy and won. Wow. wow, and so that's why we, you know, because there was a little bit, there was a little while there that it was, we, you know, I didn't know what we were gonna do. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, you can always, <clears throat> because of the internet being the Wild West, in a way, there's always a way. Sure, but I mean, it was gonna be different, and he he fought it and won, and that was, you know, and I'll never forget that. And people kind of shit on him a little bit, right and left, because of his politics, but whatever. He he did what he did, and. Now we can sit here and say "motherfucker" on a Christmas show. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Thank you, did, Adam Carolla. I did not know that. Yeah, and so I, I, my question to you now is: now, you, now you've done what five episodes? Yeah, we have five episodes, five episodes. completed. So, what do you think? <clears throat> I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, there's not a lot of pressure, which no. is good, and you can sit and you can bullshit with somebody. Like we talked to. Um, the last one we recorded was Matt Page. He's uh, you guys are familiar with Master Ken? Yeah, mm-hmm. Master oh, Ken. Yeah. He came and he hung out with us, <clears throat> and um, we just got to sit there and shoot the shit with him for right. like you know an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and which is different from what you ever did before. Yeah, because you like, get like what, like five minutes with him? Well, I mean, you're just you're really bound by the clock. You know, yeah. you, you have you have the clock. And you can't do anything that's going to affect your, you know, your bottom line. So, you know, you've got a, a commercial stop set that starts at 15 minutes after the hour and it ends at 21 after the hour. And then you have, you know, an island commercial here. And, you know, you have to, like, try to plan for all this. And, and Dex and I were never really good at that. Yeah. I mean, he was he was the one that was back driving the ship, you know, all the controls. Seat one. He was, yeah, he was, he's, he's where you are right yeah. now. But we didn't really function really well that way because it's like if we get going on a groove it's like let's just keep going and you know see yeah. what happens and, and now you can and now we can isn't that amazing yeah it's killer it's great oh. you know the one time we did do that we um we interviewed Joe Rogan it was like 6.30 in the morning yeah wow. right and we were his last interview and usually they say you have like five six minutes yeah and uh, we started talking to Joe Rogan and you know, the six minutes were up and the booker comes on and he says, uh, all right, guys. He's like, we got to wrap it up. And Joe's like, no, 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 no. I want to I keep talking to these guys. 
<laughs> and we awesome. literally talked to him for 48 minutes. That's amazing. That's dope you know, 48 minutes straight, and you know, we blew off our commercial breaks, and yeah. you know, we got in trouble, almost got fired. But you know, it's <laughs> worth like, it. Yeah, but see, and that's the kind of thing I mean. It's like we just we weren't really built for that, and I think that this is this is what you're built for. This is going to be much. Yeah. It's, it's going to feel gonna much more better. natural. I yeah. Think. Right. And, well, and, and I listen to that first one. I mean, right out of the gate, usually you listen. Go listen to the first episode of any podcast. Yeah. And it's it's usually okay or terrible because people are you know they, they don't they don't have that you know a lot of people don't have that that technique they got to find their groove and then, yeah. yeah yeah you yeah. guys already have that yeah well yeah we have this weird chemistry man i mean it's like when we first started working each other we did not fucking like each other it almost oh, seems really? like you don't like each other now <laughs> well i mean it's like it's like it's like brothers though yeah, you know it's like it's like, yeah. it's like yeah it's like i can say this to him but if you say that to him i will kick your ass right. you yeah. know it's one it's one of those kind of relationships but when we first worked together we did not like each other i mean for wow. like, probably like almost two years it was it was <laughs> said, rough what did he say he said you were arrogant he said you were stuck up yeah he said nobody liked you and i was like fuck nobody you liked nobody you. liked you <laughs> i like that he goes he goes people who stuck about you behind your back how they hated you like, yeah Jesus. yeah he said that and i was like name names tell me who he yeah. said yeah. put him on blast right yeah. now yeah. He said, tell me whose name it is he goes no i'm not gonna do that put him on blast but after we we had some stuff happen and you know we kind of just came together and said all right let's do this and um we have this weird chemistry, you know, where it's yeah. like, it's like, you know, it's like riding a bike. Yeah. I could, we can show up around each other. We can not see each other for six months and, you know, end up being at a party together. And it's like, it's like we've, yeah. we've, we've never been apart. Right. right. You know, so we have this weird chemistry that just kind of works. I've really enjoyed the lead up to the podcast because it, it almost seemed like Dex was not into it at all. Did you listen to the first episode? The first I, did. I know. He doesn't but seem like, like he's into it now. Yeah. I know, but the lead up to it was hilarious to me. Yeah. It was just great. Yeah. I was enjoying every moment of that. Yeah, Dex, uh, the first episode, you know, I I was trying to figure out, like, what do we call it? What do we say about it? You know, because, you know, I don't want to say it's not good, but, I mean, really what it's, what that first episode is about is really just for the people who know us mm-hmm. and have listened to us. And it's just like, it's like two people kind of catching up. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, this is where we are. This is what's happening with us right now. This is yeah. what's happened. You know, we don't go like too far in the past. You know, we're not dwelling on a bunch of shit. You know, we're just kind of, this is where we are now. And this is what I'm excited for. You know, I was a little bit worried about, about <laughs> Dex at first because honestly, I mean, listening to the first episode, you know, it's like, dude. <laughs> pull your stick out of your ass right. yeah. and you know put your big boy pants on because well, he we're doing wearing this. any pants right was that yeah. the thing he came in and took yeah. his pants off and started stretching yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my question my question well I'm not a question my, my observation is is like in that first episode you, you, the way you just described it isn't how I, I, I heard it it's really interesting it's like whenever I'm listening to it you sound like the host and you're almost interviewing him in a way. Yeah. Well, he was kind of quiet that day. He was, yeah. And, and that's that's one of the things I think that um, that we've learned is like, it's almost like parenting. Yeah. You know? Like, one day, yeah. my wife will be a terrorist. Like, yeah. she is just not having it with the kids. Yep. And then I have to step in and be like, okay, I'm the voice of reason, and I'm going <laughs> to take this. And sometimes, yep. I'm the asshole. Yep. And she will come in and, you know, pick up where I need her to pick up. And it's kind of like that with, with a show. 
you know, yeah. we've kind of we've kind of figured that out. Um, you know, working together right. for so long. Right. Yeah. When I first started listening to you guys, I really got that feeling for it too. Like even back then, because it seemed like he would get real crazy sometimes. Like or at least, and I always <laughs> felt that you were like so grounded. Like you'd yeah. like you'd keep things on the on tracks, or like you would feed him just enough to get him like riled yeah. up, and then like still like I'm a good instigator. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> I always felt that. It's like you knew the buttons to push, yes. and like you'd get him like so wound right. up, and then like you would, it was just like. You would keep everything grounded and stuff, but you would just kind of like feed right. into it and stuff. I yeah. I feel that way now. Even hearing the first episode right. is that it has that same dynamic to it. It has that same yeah. feeling for it, and, and it it was very refreshing well, to see, hear. Yeah. Whenever when Billy was here and Billy and I did the show for Jesus seven years together, it was that thing where like um, Billy knew like I would ha- I I'm in the, you know the the seat one and I'd have to get everything going. Yeah. So sometimes he would start the show. He would fire up and he'd be the first guy, even though on the host he would fire in. And then I would start talking. I knew when to, when he would stop, and I knew when I, I, it was weird. I knew when you he guys was gonna had st- a very symbiotic. Yeah, thing. I knew when he was going to stop, and I knew when I could start. And then he knew when I was running out of gas, especially interviewing somebody, and he would come in. It mm. was the weirdest shit. Yeah, but it was just like that. It, it's like that chemistry. It's like mm-hmm. that. It's like a dance. You know, it's like, well, I'm going to lead for a while. And then, oh, wait, you're going to lead now. Yeah. Because, you, know, you, know, you know, I'm tired. My knee hurts a little bit. So you, you, you push. And, and it was really weird how, like, in and, and it's weird now because, like, there's the four of us now. Ray's new. And Ray kind of came in and weirdly picked it up quickly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You seem like you've just been here. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> like he's been here forever. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you listen to a new podcast. It's like, especially if they have multiple people. Mm-hmm. And there's parts you can't really understand because they don't understand, you know, stepping on each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing that I would, if you're listening to this and you want to start a podcast, you want to be on the radio, I'll tell you right now, the best advice we ever got from Bill May, our boss, was everybody's got to have a lane. Yep. Like everybody has a role in the show and mm-hmm. everybody has their own lane. And you have to figure out what your lane is, like who you are. So <clears throat> when we first started doing the show, I was single and Dex was married and he had, I think he had one kid or maybe two or something like that. And I was single at the time and I was enjoying life. You know, mm-hmm. I had stopped using cocaine. So that was, so that was, that's that was, that was, that was, I was like, I don't want to bring that up. I didn't want to, uh, no, it's them. fine. I don't care. I'll, I'll talk about it. Okay. Um, but, but I had quit using, you know, and, uh, you did say you were a DJ at the strip club. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I you assumed know, it was normal, but I was kind of like the, I was kind of like the single dude that was out like chasing tail all the time. And, you know, Dex was kind of the straight guy. So when we started the show, I was kind of like, I wasn't like the wacky dude, but I was kind of like the dude that was out all, you know, hanging out, chasing girls and partying and, and, uh, and Dex was at home, you know, and those were the lanes that we had established. But right, I mean, right. those things change too, as, as time goes on, well, yeah, you know, things, evolve, yeah. things evolve and things change. So yeah. Now is he the single guy chasing tail? Uh, now he's the single guy that has a girlfriend. Oh, so. oh okay. Yeah. Sweet. Isn't that weird how time changes and. Yeah, shit you know, happens, man. Time, time, time wounds all heals. It, it happens. It does. That's, yeah. That's yeah. So. What? That's a that's a John Lennon quote. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, yeah. No, I was listening. Yeah. Read it, a it, book, Smiley. Read a book. <laughs> <laughs> Go outside, God. I feel like Smiley. You need to like. 
You, John you, Lennon wrote a book. No, oh, oh my you, you could be you could be their stunt guy. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever thought about doing stunts, I can feed some to you guys, and you can do them if you're no, willing he, to do um, them. He does. He does stunts. He, 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 he does. Really he does stunts weird. without Actually, us even I, asking. I, I work as a stunt man. He does. Yeah. He does stunts for he he he. He does background extra work for NBC Universal, and okay. he does he can do stunts. So they cool. he so they contracted yeah. him. Okay, you know. And you know, I thought about that the other day. Throw I got, me into a wall. I've, I've got a friend I think that's going to be way. opening like a stuntman school Actually, here. You'll probably wow. And this is well. one of those weird things. Like I've always had this weird idea about certain things. Like if I was ever on a plane, yeah, right, like on a jetliner, mm. and. You've the steward, never been the, on a plane? No, I've been on a plane, Smiley. <laughs> Follow the story, bro. Um, <laughs> but I have this idea that if like the flight attendant came out of the cockpit and she's like, the pilot just keeled over. Does anybody know how to land this thing? You've seen airplane. Yeah. I would probably raise my hand and be like, I think I can do that. <laughs> I think you I can figure it out. Game. I think I can do that. Yeah, man. You know? I play Top Gun on the NES. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the same thing. With, like with the stunt guys, it's like I have a friend who I have a couple of friends that are stuntmen. And when I found out that the school was probably going to be open here, I was like, "Am I too old to do this?" Like, I bet I could probably do it because one of the things I really wanted to do before we ended the show, and we never got a chance to, was I wanted somebody to catch me on fire like they do in the movies. Oh my yes. god! Like wear the suit, uh-huh. catch you on fire. Yeah. I'm gonna run uh, like a zombie yeah, on fire, yeah. and I'm gonna fall down. You're gonna come and hose me down, and you know, it's like, am I too old? For, I'm 48. You know, can yeah, I still yeah. pull yeah, this yeah. off? You're never too old for anything. I think oh, I, I don't know. That's that's you can do that at any age. It's uh, like falling three stories is you need a little. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I mean, just for like the normal stuff, like you need to push me into a wall or you yeah. know, catch me on fire. Well, I could probably do that. I don't think I do the on fire thing either. I mean, I'm, I get you know. dropped through tables. That's usually what. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, uh, we're going to drop you through a he table. Was, uh, he like was in Avengers. Times. Oh, were you? Yeah, he was, uh, he was an extra in Avengers. He fought, uh, supposedly Captain America, but it was the stuntman, you know? Yeah. Uh, Kemp, yeah. Captain America's stuntman. Yeah. Kicked my ass. Nice. That's good. Good. Good claim to fame. <laughs> that's pretty dope. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's awesome. This is the first I'm hearing about this. Smiley. Oh, uh, Ray, I think Ray, I need a little bit more. Okay, Ray's well, also kind of a stunt man. <laughs> yeah. Except for the, like, I got to do all the stunts, but Champion there's like no the padding. Yeah. There, there's no padding, so whenever they're putting us, through, I I did help on a movie recently, and uh, whenever I was there, I was helping train some of the actors to go through some of their stunts because it was actually a, a movie about wrestling. So we were putting them through the the moves, and then they had like. Tell us what they wanted, and then they like pull all these like pads in, and we do it, and then they be like, "Is everyone okay? Is everyone okay?" And we're, yeah, like raise all your pads. Raise all. You're not stabbing me with a fork. All right, so 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 let's. I I need to unpack this wrestling thing a little bit. So you're the champion Uh of the multiverse. Yes, yes. For party hard wrestling. Party hard wrestling. We're very proud of Phoenix, Arizona. (laughs) Yeah. How do you become like? When do you just decide like what's your aha moment? That's like. I want to throw people through tables and I want to <laughs> have people break chairs over my head. Like when's your aha moment where you decide that's what you're going to do? I wish that there was like this, like moment where the light bulb came on. It's like, I want to just get the shit kicked out of me every weekend for next to no money. But uh, <laughs> what it was, was I was a big fan of wrestling. Uh, I had a, a group of friends in, in high school that we all loved wrestling. And whenever we were like younger, we'd like just go to beat each other up on the trampoline 
trampoline and we do some some light backyard wrestling. And then it was not as light backyard wrestling. It was like full blown backyard wrestling where right. we were like doing like the super dangerous stuff you'd see on like E Bombs World back in like the early two thousands and <laughs> yeah. stuff like the creep. Yeah. World. <laughs> so weird. what's what's the kid's name? The the crazy one. Oh, that's... Superhuman. Yeah. Super... That's, that's <laughs> why oh, seen yeah. Superhuman. No. Oh, wow. I so he's this kid up. that takes this sh- takes his shirt off. Well, okay. He he basically does the dangerous stunts that a wrestler would do without the wrestling part. Like he he'll have like a a, a big piece of plywood with all the barbed wire on it, and he stands up on a chair and he does a little yeah. speech, and he does a front flip into the barbed wire, <laughs> and that's the it, that's, that's the end of the stunt. The, yeah, or huh. or a front flip into a table, or a front flip into like or a elbow drop on a microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just all and he's called superhuman. Oh yeah. my! And, and it's and it's like. You're just like every time someone posts one of those videos, I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta watch this shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, he, he's gonna he's gonna have a rough old age, right? But, you know, <laughs> but you know, his claim to fame is so, amazing. So, how old are you? I'm about to turn thirty. So you're about to turn thirty. Yeah. yeah. So, is it affecting your physical body yet? Because one, I mean, I I assume it would. Because yeah. what people don't realize about wrestlers, the little that I know, mm-hmm. is <clears throat> you have to be a really good athlete to yep. do it, mm-hmm. and the training is 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 like paramount because we were talking yeah. about some stuff before we started the podcast mm-hmm. about Chris Benoit and yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> him injuring himself. But well, um, and what blows my mind about that is like the cardiovascular condition you have to be in. Oh yeah. yeah. And and I don't understand like like King Kong Bundy and all those guys who just look fat. Like they well. look like they got off the couch. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah. and and then they can do like a 20, 30 minute match. Like mm-hmm. how in the hell are you doing that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I don't do anything as cool as you do, right? <laughs> but uh, my three-year-old likes to wrestle. That's her favorite thing in the whole oh, whole world. And uh, I'm 31, and I can't handle a three-year-old jumping yeah. on me, at me, choking me, throwing my face through the couch. Right. Um, that sounds worse than it is. We play <laughs> wrestling. Um <laughs> Yeah, so how she, is your body? She, she comes in, cracks a beer, and she's all... <laughs> right. Dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. Yeah. She's crazy. She jumped on... This weekend, her new thing was to jump from one couch onto us from the other couch. Fuck, and I want to do that right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, fun. it looks really yeah. fun. Another beer, and you'll be ready to go. Yeah. 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 using, like, her legs. <laughs> what? Was she using her legs, just, like, like around the neck? Yeah, the she does that sometimes. I mean, it's... She moves so fast. Like, until you're a parent, you don't know how fast a three-year-old can move. Yeah. She's very athletic. Uh, I can't keep up with her. Shades. <laughs> okay, okay. This is only from an uncle standpoint. Um, you can attach weights to them. No, I mean, no. That's wow. not yeah. sustainable, that's not, though. Like, <laughs> I, we have her. What do you want to give her? Superhuman strength? Like, <laughs> oh, no. oh, yes. She's going to be a little baby well, with like have you giant traps. She already and, is yeah. super strong. Like, I can't. No, we don't want to build her muscle oh, no, strength. I, 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 no. I want my nephew to be like crazy he's strong. Not a he's not a pit bull smile. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to start feeding him gunpowder. Also, you don't live with him 50% of right. a week. 
Like but, I, li- we literally have her fifty percent of the time. So like, like a, like it's, it's like a turtle shell. You put them over on the back. The fuck are you talking wow. about? <laughs> so I did see this product where it was like these ankle weights you put on your kid to tire them out, and people were like, "What do you want them to fucking dunk right away?" Yeah, yeah. seriously. No, I would never Shit. do that. She's already stronger than yeah. me. Turn to your be kid honest. into a kickboxer. <laughs> Tongpo. So we're at the. I got. I got to slow us down here. We're at the at the break time. Um, so how could people find the Buck and Dex podcast? I believe it's really anywhere you want to get podcasts. That's the I best mean, answer right there. We have it everywhere. We everywhere. have it on. We have it everywhere. So it was real easy for you to just fly right in and get the iHeartRadio on them. Yeah, they didn't even send me anything. Like I just went God and checked one day and it was what on the, there. Oh, they must, for us, they must have been like ten drink minimum. Uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, they didn't send us anything. They said they were going to send us something, and then we were. It was like okay. the, it was the day before it was launching. Yeah, and uh, I just decided to go on there and look, and I, and that probably could have been the behold, same for we us. There. I just waited for the email, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to promote it till then, but. I wonder if like our name, which is fine. I don't give a shit. I'll keep the name no matter what. Yeah, but there's some really fucking weird names they out really there. Are. Like I oh. saw this podcast. I've I've been looking through podcasts and like yeah. looking at popular podcasts, and I found this one with these two girls. Um, they're based out of New York or something like that. They're like these young twenty year olds. And yeah, I think it's called something like I can't come or something like that. You know, yeah. it's oh, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it guys we used to fuck? Do they no, have that? Guys <laughs> we, no it, it was something similar to that, but it was like, it's like, yeah. Yeah, and they're one of the top rated podcasts. And it's like, I, oh. saw, I saw one. Re- so I was like, <clears throat> I, I got one of those uh, um, Amazon devices. You talked about, I wanted to talk. I don't want it to hear me. I don't want it to hear me. I got the one that is like the, the, the screen for Christmas. Yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So I was like, uh, Allegra, <laughs> I was like, play Ted Drink Minimum podcast. It's all playing Two Drink Minimum podcast. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, and it no. was some show called Two Drink Minimum podcast. And I was like, people are just. Bu-. And, their, and their fonts are like ours. And I was like, yeah, really? Don't like that. Don't like that. Do we have to go? We have to go bust a leg somewhere? <laughs> huh. No, because I feel like anymore it's so saturated. It's all on your merit. So, you know what? If they're good, they're good. If they're not, they're not. So Also, right. Two Drink Minimum. Doesn't have the same no, of course joke. Not. That's for pussies. That's yeah. For pussies. yeah. So so you, anywhere people can get podcasts, they can get the Buck and Dex podcast. Yeah, you can get it anywhere you get podcasts. We actually have a website too. It's just buckandexarmy.com. Nice. And you nice. can actually uh, go on there and and listen to the episodes there as well. Cool. So we have it everywhere. Holly, what you got? All right. Uh, as usual, tomorrow we have the Idiot Revolution. I almost said podcast. It is not a podcast. It is an open mic with Royal. It's a revolution. It's a revolution. Um, At Founders downtown, the password will be posted in the morning. I'm sure it'll be something stupid like it usually is. (laughs) Um, Tomorrow night is our pajama jam. Oh. So we're all going to wear PJs. Jammies. Yes. Um, And so sign up is around 8. The show starts at 9. It's a super fun time. Um, I don't know if we're doing nuggets tomorrow or not. What are nuggets? Let's do oh. nuggets. What? Wanna, How oh. do I not? Let's do nuggets. How do I not Let's know do nuggets? So I'm, coming, all, I'm coming. We'll do nuggets. We're going to do nuggets tomorrow. So we're, we all call each other the nuggets. Uh, nuggets. Victoria started it. Yes. yes. She's she was little, little nugget, nugget right? Yeah. She calls everyone nuggets. So okay. we all adopted this, and then we started doing nugget night. And So we bring nuggets. We bring McDonald's. McDonald's nuggets. Oh, okay. And, we'll and have, Chris <laughs> always gives a McDonald's place a heart attack because he'll get like 100 million nuggets. Yeah, I'll go in and get like 80 nuggets. And they're like, 
fuck. <laughs> Call in the reinforcements. <laughs> I dropped a nugget in the fryer. And so uh, we'll have like a we'll have like twenty piece nuggets across the bar. Yeah, oh, and we nice. get all the yeah. sauces, and you have to get yeah. there early. So since we're doing nuggets, come early, guys, because um, we I can, do can it, put so. down some nuggets straight up. Um, and then so I was supposed to record my hour special on the 28th but Trey Clock Theater made an oopsie doodle <laughs> and they, Oops. they double booked it and didn't tell me until this week but that's okay that's okay we're fine with it uh, so we're gonna record that on January 19th and the whole 10 drink crew will be there too to do a Q&A it's gonna yep. be pretty fun uh, so it's January 19th at Trey Clock and I think that's all I got I just like the oopsie doodle part. Yeah. Uh, doodle. Ray, what do you got? What do you got coming up? Uh, I'm gonna be spending some time uh, with family during the holidays, uh, so I, I, things are gonna be pretty slow for me as far as wrestling. But uh, January 10th in uh, Mesa, Arizona, Party Hard Wrestling is gonna be bringing uh, Party Mania Four, and I'm gonna be taking on Parada and Mister Classic. Party Mania Four. Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? So, so I'm gonna be defending uh, championship of the multiverse uh, against these two young guys. I think they're they have a uh, wait. You're a, defending against fighting two guys guys? in a triple threat match and uh, these two guys uh, Parada is one of the most promising talent in the southwest his name's Uh, Parana Parada yeah. Parada. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Mr. Classic is uh, the holder of the Golden Fanny Pack, which is <laughs> oh, uh, Party Hard Wrestling's uh, version of the uh, the Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Yeah. yeah. And so he cashed in uh, to main event at uh, Party Mania 4. Oh, shit. So it became a triple threat match. It so, went from a single to a triple threat. Yeah. So that'll be going Ooh. on January 10th, Party Hard Wrestling. And uh, are you gonna take a fork to the head on that one? Well, uh, we'll see. I don't intend Whoa. to be taking any more forks to the head. Hopefully, I'll be uh, doing the stabbing this time. Ooh. <laughs> but uh, that's it. And then uh, to keep up with everything else in between, uh, you can find me on pretty much any social media. Uh, you have Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, all under Ray Basuda. And uh, I'll be uh, posting some things throughout the holidays. And uh, we're gonna be working on some video work that'll be coming out in January. So yeah, just follow Ooh. me, and you'll see I all that be stuff in that. coming. Can out. I be in? Yeah. Can I be inside? <laughs> I, I, just, I was just thinking of like when you were talking about that, I was thinking about like uh, really great merchandising. Like you guys should have, maybe both of us should do this. We yeah. should get like, you know, a Tendrick minimum fanny pack that yes. you can mm-hmm. like. Oh, please don't. Give the list. No, I think no. it'd be great. Hamster yes. loves. A hundred percent. Hamster has a collection of fanny packs. Oh, that's a great idea. Packs. Yeah. Oh, God. We'll talk more about this. Yeah, <laughs> so you wear fanny packs? No, but I would. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I dude, I grew up in the eighties. I used yeah. to. You guys are reinforcing. So did I. Oh. So, in, you in know, all that hour, shit's coming. You have to understand, it's all coming back for us. Cyclical, yeah. In the like second the, hour, I definitely have some stories to tell you about the well, how important the fanny pack is in the wrestling. Well, world. hold on, okay, it, it, okay. it's a huge. But um, I, we also have some stuff for the second hour we have to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, go ahead, James. Oh. Um, <laughs> Am I just doing? Yeah, all right. whatever you, whatever you want to do, promotions. All right, um, fall off the chair, whatever you want to do. As, yeah, all right. Yeah. Did you smoke of, a bunch of weed before you came over here today? He, he got up at four in the morning. No, I've, are you just loopy? Uh, I, I I was working on a, a set. New at, Mexico film water. <laughs> New Mexico oh. film water. All right, I've been working since four a.m. yesterday. 
Oh, New Mexico film water is uh, is a code for uh, vodka in a water bottle. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, uh, everyone knows it. Anyway, um, you can uh, see me on was it Midnight Mid- Texas? Midnight Texas second on, season on Hulu. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Hulu and Reverend Horton Heat was in uh, the second season of that. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, he was. Yep. Uh, the Brave. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm on that on that too. <laughs> I don't and know, then anyway. uh, Deputy coming out. And Deputy is coming out. And cool. Chris knows more about it than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just helping you. Just helping you. It's Christmas. Um, I don't really have anything live to talk about. I want to tease for the second hour. I really think, and I know this is so hack, but we've got to talk about it's Christmas time. We got to talk about what is the best Christmas movie of all time. Ooh. Yes, we have to talk about. It. I mean, I mean, I know that like twenty other podcasts are probably going to do that, and I don't give a fuck. I mean, that's they're not us. Um, but yeah, I want I want to thank Buck for coming on. You're going to stay for the second hour. You're going to hang out. Um, I probably will go home because yeah. I have a wife that's expecting me. <laughs> you sure? You it sure? says it says like seven fifteen on my calendar, yeah. so she expects me. At, uh, okay, because yeah. I got here at five. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I came over. Okay. To, yeah. I get, I but thank that. you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. you know maybe we'll have just your whole crew come down, and you guys can Sounds all good. pile down and do the buck index. Come podcast. to the basement. Yeah, that that so I've got a very nice basement. Yeah. That this, sounds like you're one of the few us. people that I would be okay hearing that statement yes. from. I know it sounds yeah. a little creepy, but no. it's actually a very it's nice. Gonna basement. kill us. It's got a fireplace. <laughs> Well, then we want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And uh, absolutely, and, uh, and and congratulations on the show, the launch, and everything. It was the twentieth, right? Yep, it's my mom's birthday. I, I, th- I think you did that on purpose. <laughs> I did. Yeah. If but, you're uh, listening, that was for you. That was for you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, definitely check us out on uh, all the social media outlets: Facebook.com forward slash Tendrink, Tendrinkminimum.com at Tendrink Instagram. What's yours, Holly? Oh, it's Holly Bird Comedy. That's Bird with a Y. Nice. Um, and uh, if you don't listen anymore, happy holidays. And uh, we definitely drink during the holidays. Oh, happy Hanukkah. I'm gonna have a big announcement during the second hour. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, for myself, for myself, Ooh. happy Hanukkah. Right? And uh, we definitely drink during the holidays, as should you. But always remember never, never get, get too drunk, drunk to drink. Ten drink minimum.com. Sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom Shazam. We are live back for the Christmas episode of 10 Drink Minimal. It's, it's kind of felt not felt like that a little bit, right? It's a very festive, wavy hour. It is. Yeah. Uh, so tonight we're drinking Red oh, yeah. Door. Uh, so I thought that I would share a little bit of my life uh, being a brewer's lady. Um, it's hard I, to be a brewer's <laughs> wife and daughter. Not really. I mean, 
So we get Kate. So so Red Door has a canning line, and they can their beers. And they were <laughs> testing the canning line. Oh, I so see. Oh, oh. Generally, okay. when they can, we get a certain take from the canning, and he'll <laughs> oh, bring so it's home. Not hard. It's actually nice. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, except for the last few weeks, because they tested the canning line. So they only had vanilla cream cans with the labels on them. And they tested canning the other beers. And so we've been playing beer roulette in okay. my house the last few weeks. I'm about to try this. So you, you will either have a vanilla cream, like the label says, okay. or a red, which is pretty good, okay. or an IPA. And one of them is camel piss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh, just to be IPA. clear. I got the IPA. Uh, oh. Just to be clear, uh, when you go buy Red Door in the store, this will not happen. No, 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 no. <laughs> You'll get what the label says. It's just, but this is something they're fun. Like, they're like, well, let's see what happens. Yeah, Fuck so it, we know? literally got six cases of this beer oh, Jesus. at my house. And we've been playing this for like weeks. So I was like, so which I'm going to take you like and you trade and then and then uh, uh, hamster will take and you. you know. So hamster will drink all of them. Yeah. I got a vanilla cream. Yeah, Here, want, that's my trade? favorite. You want to trade? So my favorite beer IPA. at Red Door is their vanilla Thank cream, you. which is why this is especially cruel for me. Here, help me figure out what this is. Well, actually, you know what? Don't. Yeah. Here, I'm fighting off a sickness. I so. can tell what it is. Okay. By smelling it. Okay. Oh, okay. That looks like a red to me. It, it tastes like a red, but I wasn't sure. I knew it was an IPA, and I was like, yeah. I don't know what the uh, vanilla cream yeah. is, like, but I'm not um, catching a vanilla so cream. So the thing uh, about the, the vanilla cream. The vanilla cream, is it's it tastes like vanilla cream. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's oh. my favorite beer. I've been a regular at Red Door before I met Hamster, and that was my favorite, and it, it disappoints him yeah. that that's my favorite. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, because it's a good beer. Yeah. But they make so much of it all the time that it's yeah. kind of like bored of making it. I love when you go it. to a brewery and you're like, I like this one beer. And they're like, really? Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why would you like that one? <laughs> I mean, I try all of his things. Like he just released yeah. a thing. So he does a thing every Friday the 13th. It's called Jason's Red Goes. Mm-hmm. Because Jason, Friday the 13th, is a thing. Uh, so I I'll drink that. that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, I, every time he makes a beer, I will try it. Um, But the true love of my life is vanilla cream. So if he gets a vanilla cream, he knows he has to give it to me every time. Also, I'm not a huge IPA fan. So I Chris seems like he's a big IPA fan. I'm not. No, 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 no. (laughs) From what I could gather. Uh, Yeah, but he almost vomited all over all the electronics. uh, You know what? I used to be. And I used to be like everyone else. It was like, oh, IPA is the way to go. And I'm just not anymore. I just, it just got to, it just, I feel like IPA, whenever a new beer scene happens, like you go to, you know, uh, Decatur, Illinois, for example. Um, you're there and they're like, yeah, it's our second year of having a, a breweries in, in our city. And you go up and everything tastes like an IPA, whether it's a red, whether it's a wheat, whether yes. it's a... And I feel like that's that's just the evolution of like brewing. These craft beers. Craft beer. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. Have you guys ever had like uh, snuff? Uh, like yes. the films? 
<laughs> uh, no. no, 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 no. Like, I think Buck just invited us to one. He said right. the basement. I just watched yeah. a documentary thing about snuff films, and huh. I feel very strange now about that. Wow, that was not what I was talking about. You talking at all. about the stuff you like huffed, like like tobacco that you like sniff into your lungs. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, oh. That, that, that yeah. our forefathers used That's to do. That's what yeah. IPAs are. What we fought wars yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what IPAs <laughs> taste like. Yeah. It tastes like you're just drinking... Um, snuff. Snuff. I, I like IPAs, but I, I do feel that there are certain ones, like the Lacumbre IPA, it's just too much for me. It's it so almost okay. feels... Like I'm just biting into like a firewood. Yeah, like, I, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like the the for me this the one I can have, and I and I know this isn't a red door, but it's for me Santa Fe. There's seven K. Oh yeah, mm. the seven K is all right. So uh, red door did have a dippa. So yeah. for their anniversary this year, their head brewer hey, went dip, a little I crazy. Dip, I... <laughs> yes, that's. Uh, for their fifth anniversary this year, their head brewer like lost his mind in the best way possible, and they released five. Beers on the fifth anniversary. Have you lost your mind? Yeah, no, it was crazy. Like I didn't see hamster yeah. for days. Um, but they had a Dippa, which is a double IPA, and yeah. that was amazing. Uh, quick question: uh, As you were talking about going crazy, it's making me think about all these crazy Albuquerque commercials. Have you guys ever had the Yes Man on the show? No. <laughs> yes. yes. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Man, if somebody knows how to get a hold of the Yes Man, right, right. Like, really send him our way because I would fun. love to hear that guy's or story. Or the little girl who does the Bring Bring commercials. So I mean, we're coming up. We have one more show for the year. We have our, our, our New Year's Eve show, which will be next Sunday. And I mean, I feel like we're going to kind of talk about like what the, our, you know, what our year was like, you know, I, I assume that, I don't know. We, have, we, we probably should talk about that yeah. after the show, what we <laughs> yeah. should do. But like, I assume we're going to, you know, but I also want to say like, if, if there's ever a time, like we had Buck from the Buck and Dex show on the show. Yeah. And I mean, he was kind of a, you know, a get that I've always wanted to get. And I know that there's people out there like, I have no idea who that is. But that's fine. If you live in the Albuquerque area, you should know who he is. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Oh, for sure. And, uh, you know, if there's someone out there that you want us to have on the show, let us know. Maybe for the New Year's show next week, we should all think about our gets. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know I have a couple. That's a good one. And the the sad thing about my gets are they are friends of mine oh. that I absolutely positively for sure could get on the show and just okay. haven't. Mine is only the Undertaker. I need Chris to confront <laughs> him. I need him. <laughs> I, I think he needs to confront the Undertaker, yeah. and I think that's. I love it. Yeah, I, I think love that's that. great. But I want to also point out right now it's our Christmas show, and two of us, I feel like we brought it. Oh yeah, definitely, Chris. Uh, we gotta see. We gotta see the full. The full sweater. Do you guys want to see the full yeah, sweater? Yeah, we gotta see the full sweater. All right, hold I on. I wore a yeah. unicorn hoodie. You did. I, hey, I didn't say which two. Oh, I think I want to have my brother on <laughs> the show. Which two? <laughs> so Ray, Ray, Ray. I want. I want to come in, Ray, because Ray's like, are we gonna do a holiday episode? I've never done a holiday. I mean, I mean, we have, but I've never done like holiday decorations. Oh, so I know. I I'm loving it. it. Yeah. And Ray's like. Can we do a ugly, ugly sweater Christmas show? And I was like, Well, yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll show mine off. All right? Yours mine, is the best. Mine says, "Ho ho ho, hold my beer," and it has two beer holders. Yeah, it's great. Where did you get that? That's amazing. 
Spencer's gifts. I love oh, it. Nice. So let me let me switch the camera real quick. Ray has on a <laughs> birthday boy, and it has Jesus on it. Yes, the real reason for the season. Yes, I'm not. I'm not saying this could be a tradition, but it could be. It should be a Are tradition. We, kind of we should up each other now, yeah. like fucking. Okay, uh, so, Holly Ann's got on. You're you're a unicorn. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's the deal. Non-denominational. My yeah. life changed a little bit this year. Okay, I think we can all argue that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm now like a stepmom thing, and when I told her about this, I already owned this, and she loves unicorns. And I was like, I have to wear an ugly Christmas sweater. Like, what should I do? I took yeah. her shopping. She helped me. And then she goes, you know what? You should wear your unicorn one. Well, and then that's great. And yeah. I was like, okay. But now I feel like next year I have to step it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but she's well, three now. So, like, I do things to make her happy. Not like she watches our show. Yeah. But. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why. This, but this, when this, you said I'm a unicorn, I was like, okay. Because I saw... That was amazing. I saw a gift. I the couldn't other day. see your face, so it was just a talking unicorn. <laughs> yes, yes. I saw a gift the other day. With, someone gave a, a, a unicorn taco holder. Yeah. Which was the stupidest gift I've ever seen. Oh my god! And here's why: because in order to use it, you have to take the mane and tail off. Oh, dumb. Yeah, for the tacos. Uh, so then I it had, looked like weird. I had no idea how many products they made into unicorns yeah. until my daughter came into my life. Because she, like, loves unicorns. Oh, yeah. Like, loves them. And you would not believe, like, all the things that you can get that are unicorns. There are, like, adult-themed unicorn oh, things sure that are, are. Oh. super inappropriate. Oh, I'm sure Don't there's like a whole them. fetish of this. Oh, there is. Uh, so just she like also loves My Little Pony, and, of course, there's that. Uh, there's bronies. Who are, bronies. Yeah. Um, although, I'm an adult who loves My Little Pony, so, like, whatever. So they're just, like, horses. It's great. With, like, a... <laughs> They have talents, uh, and they, yeah. they work together to solve problems. It's called My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Oh, no. My Little Pony is a shit. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. But uh, <laughs> when you're Christmas shopping for a three-year-old, you find sure. the weirdest shit. Yeah. Like, Google unicorn gifts. Oh, no, no, no. I won't. With the I don't want a virus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I want to talk about a gift I got for Christmas. Yes. Oh, yes. So, in the history of this show... There is like a museum, if you go in my kitchen, of the drinking glasses that I have been given yes. to do this show. Um, it all started at the art bar. My grandmother passed away. And one of the things she had in her home was this like goblet candy dish, right? Yeah. So I was, my parents, when we first started doing the art bar show, my parents brought it to me as a gift. That was a candy dish? It was a candy dish. <laughs> so I would drink out of this goblet. <laughs> it was huge. It's huge, but it held one beer. Wow. It was 12 ounces. It wasn't like crazy, but it looks insane. Huge. And it's yeah. super heavy. And a lot of times people would come in and we didn't get hecklers because they were just like in awe of this glass I drank out of this goblet, you know? And so then. Throughout the years, I've been, you know, people have made me mugs. So then the other day, I mean, I have like, this is probably like the fifth one. So the other day, my sister sent me a gift and it came in the mail Friday, Friday, Thursday or Friday. So I thought, well, I guess this will be the new 10 drink minimum drinking thing. And it says on it, beer snob. And it has my name. Aww. Aww. 
So I, like it. I, love I got that, that yeah. for Christmas. And it's funny because like it, it, the thing is here, and I don't drink right-handed. I'm left-handed. So oh. I drink left-handed. I actually drink like this. So I have to hold it like this. So it's like. Show it up. Near enough. So you have to like look at it. Yeah. You're all beer snob. Thanks. Right, right. No, no, it's cool. Real nice. But that also leads me into like, I kind of wanted to, I mean, this is really hacky, but I felt like we could really get into this more than anybody can. Yes. What is the, it's the, Wednesday is Christmas, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the holidays. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a Christmas, it has to be a holiday. What is the greatest holiday movie? Ever made? Um, I will go first. Oh, okay. Um, the greatest holiday movie ever made is A Christmas Story. Um, With Ralphie, the BB gun? Yes. Mm-hmm. So my dad and I last year... So my dad and I every year would watch this movie. Because my dad is grumbly and doesn't really like Christmas until the day of. You know what I mean? So like you can't watch Christmas movies with him until Christmas Eve and then he'll watch it. But he loves this movie. And then last year when it was just me and my dad for Christmas, we started a new tradition of eating Chinese food on Christmas Eve and watching a Christmas story. And this year we're making his new wife do that. Okay. So it makes me happy. But you don't, you don't that is the greatest one. You don't, you're not sick of it at I'm all? I'm not sick of it. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm not sick of it because every year I think that I get older and get more life experience. There's a different part of the movie that I relate to. So I assume that this oh. year I'm going to relate so hard to the parents. You know what I mean? And like the older you get, the more you relate to different things. So when you're things a kid, change, yeah. you relate to Ralphie. Yeah, of course. And then when you get older, you just start relating to different things. But I love that right, one. Right. And also, you know, obviously, uh, I was thinking, It's a Wonderful Life is also okay. great. I was thinking about, I mean, just Chinese food. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Chinese food well, also they, they, delicious. They go eat Chinese food. So let me ask you this. Yes. What year were you born? I was born in 1988. 88. So it was, already, F? it was already out, right? Yeah. So so this is a movie that's been out your entire life. Yes. Because like A Christmas Story to me is a movie that came out when I was a kid. Like I remember yeah. when it came yeah. out. Like it was in the theater. Then it was at like you could watch it on HBO. Then yeah. it was like. And so it's been a really interesting thing watching a movie go from like, um, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. Inception to like an iconic thing, you know? Well, and to me, it's just always been part of Christmas because my dad loved the movie. So then like my dad just always, I don't remember ever not watching it. I mean, that that movie to me. And I only watch it on Christmas Eve with my dad. So That movie to me is the equal to It's a Wonderful Life for my parents because they remember when that, or whatever, you know. And I love both of those. But if we're going untraditional, my favorite untraditional Christmas movie is not Die Hard. Oh, thank God. It is Gremlins. Gremlins. Now, that's a thing. So do you consider movies that just take place during Christmas, Christmas movies? No, I just consider, so also in my home, my mom really into Christmas okay Christmas. so like around Christmas you know like my mom would want to watch whatever and I loved gremlins I loved okay. gizmo so much that I asked every year for a, a mogwai yeah. and my parents would get me like gizmo toys and I'd be like no I want a real one 
Um, and they ruined my life one year by being like, okay, like they're not real. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Not Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. Gremlins. So they yeah. just, they just bought so, you a raccoon? Yeah. They're all, here you go. Here you go. Um, that's, that's pretty much so what it is. I convinced my mom that Don't Gremlins. Don't feed her uh, after midnight. Yeah. I convinced my mom that Gremlins was a Christmas movie because it took place like near Christmas. It, it kind of is. Does, no, does he, get the, he gets uh, yeah, he gets, he gets Gizmo, Gizmo for Christmas. Yeah. And then I think like the big like the big battle at the end takes place at a toy store. Yes. It's like very Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, like as you said that I was like, Wow, I never thought of yeah. Gremlins. So yeah. and I, I actually that either too. Yeah. I actually have a pair of Gizmo earrings from oh, two stone two stone Bettys that I wear at Christmas time, but I broke one. So I didn't get to wear it today. But it's literally just gizmo with a red background. And it is the Christmassy thing, the most Christmassy thing I can think of. Because Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Okay. I'll okay. Give- oh, is, dang. is it just me? or Because um, Home Alone is the Christmas movie I go for. Oh. Sure. Okay. You're, uh, you're like, fuck it, Home Alone, dude. No, I'm like, is that is that just me? No, I think that's a pretty popular one. Okay, yeah, I, I think no, it's huge. Like they play it like on it's on repeat right now. Right. Like my my idea of Christmas is we just play that for our daughter. Went away. Cool. <laughs> the wet band. I, I saw ugly Christmas sweaters that said the wet bandits. Mm. So yeah, definitely so. I also like to say Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. I saw that happen. I saw that ugly Christmas sweater as well. I need that one. So so you say James you go with uh Home Alone. Home Alone. Okay. Um it's it's a really fun movie. You know you know which ugly Christmas sweater I wanted and I didn't order it and I loved it so much and I want it really badly. It was one that was blue and it had Pablo Escobar and it said <laughs> Let it snow yes. and it had guns and money like right like down. Yeah. And I was like Yes, <laughs> that's the that's the holiday spirit. Right Ray, now. what what is your Christmas? What is the greatest Christmas movie ever made? Man, uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to pin down, but the the one that stuck with me the most, and uh, and this is again by my personal opinion, is the Santa Claus. And oh. I want to say that Tim Allen is a douchebag, and some of the jokes don't age probably the best, but man, The Santa Claus is like the most iconic Christmas movie like in my home. Like I grew up, and like that movie just resonated with me, and like between uh, Christmas uh, Christmas Story, right? Yeah. Because they played that one like 24 hours straight, oh, like yeah. on repeat. I remember it was like TBS or whatever they would play it, but like every Christmas Eve, that movie would just be playing all day long. Yeah. So we'd always be watching that one. But for me, I just love the story of the Santa Claus. I love that one too. Yeah. I want to play that one for my daughter. So we did, this weekend we did Home Alone. Mm. And then next, like this week, we're going to do... Santa Claus and like all the things. But I do want to say is is the Grinch. I and I'm and I'm talking I've about never the Jim, seen the Jim Carrey. You've one. never seen. I've the never Grinch? seen the Jim Carrey one. I've think, seen the original. I think that the Jim Carrey Grinch is going to go down as history eventually as the yeah. best Christmas movie. You know what? The new Grinch. Just to say this, uh-huh. my daughter. There's loves a newer it. one. Yeah. Yes. And the Jim Carrey one. It's made from it's Pixar. Animated. It's Pixar. I don't think it's Pixar. I think it's the Minions people. Oh yeah, yeah. DreamWorks. Yeah. DreamWorks. Um, okay. So the Jim Carrey one is amazing. I love that one too. 
But she wanted to watch it like a couple months ago. And I was like, okay. Mostly because she says Grinch really cute because she's three. And she says, go Grinch. Um, so we agreed to watch it. But if you're a single parent, the new Grinch animated thing, perfect. Because it talks like this little girl has like a single mom who has a bunch of kids. And it's super cute. And it kind of changes how you view the Grinch because you get his backstory. So it's not bad, and I feel like it wasn't really a remake, as it was more like a retelling. Well, but the Jim Carrey one is better. I, I have, I guess, mine's way different than anybody. No, you're inside. <laughs> I, I want to hear. So mine yeah. is called uh, Christmas in Happy Valley. It's on the Lifetime Network. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I'm not familiar. It's all about a small town uh, widowed doctor who has a child. And an uptight woman who has a fiance from New York. That's every Lifetime movie ever. <laughs> right, 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 right. The funny thing about Happy well, Valley that you do said Do they that, have a maid? Right, right. The no, thing, The she thing does, about yes. Happy Valley is in Carlsbad, where I grew up, that was like Meth Valley. Like Happy Valley was like the area where all of like the, wow. the, the meth was being produced for southern New Mexico. Oh, wow. No, no, no. I, I, I felt like you guys missed one. Okay. And it's... Okay. Uh, one that I grew up on, and me and my father connected very well on. Okay. And it's National Lampoon's Christmas <gasps> yes, Vacation. Yes. And it's really interesting because, like, the original vacation is fine. It's great. The European vacation is also great. And Did the you just call the original one fine? No, it's great. Okay, it's great. great. All right. And thank so you. then they made the Christmas one. And I remember seeing it in the theater, and I didn't know who Julia Louis Dreyfus was at the time. And, and there's a great Christmas sweater of her. And it, it just says, why is the floor wet, Todd? And it has, like, exclamation. <laughs> and, like, a lot of people don't get that Christmas sweater. And I'm like, it's because, like, he was trying to put the Christmas lights up. And the fucking gutter exploded. And the ice shot across the the way and went through their window and mm. smashed their stereo and then melted. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, then why is the floor wet, Todd? <laughs> and... One thing my family connected on is like the Griswolds. We felt like we were yeah. the Griswolds. We were like, well, if it if if some shit didn't go wrong on this trip, then why would it not? You yeah. know, why, we wouldn't know what to do. And, and uh, let's be honest here, Chris. Uh, now that I'm somewhat parenting, whatever, mm-hmm. I feel weird calling myself a parent. Yeah. But let's be real, I am. Uh, you know what? Every family is the Griswold. Every family. Because I'll tell you, when Buck was talking earlier about how, like, you know, he counts on his wife sometimes on the sure. days he's not, like, 100% to kind of... We had a day like that yesterday. I took Danny for a girl's day, and everything was great, and it was wonderful, and she was in a good mood, and she didn't throw any tantrums, and it was great, and then we get home, and she wouldn't eat her dinner, and then not eating her dinner turned into not taking a bath, and not taking a bath turned into not going to bed, and then not going to bed turned into a huge tantrum. Sooner or later, it was Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and so it was like the whole night from dinner on, like, it wasn't even like a whole day. It was just like every couple minutes just okay are you exhausted from the last tantrum oh, can you right. handle this right. and so like you you didn't the maid wasn't there <laughs> no where's the maid and all we this don't have yeah, I, don't I thought they, everyone got one up in yeah. that's really weird no yeah. no not you had to deal with this all on your own <laughs> did Ray just say I thought everyone yes, got unfortunately, one unfortunately <laughs> we have to deal with this all on our own uh, we don't have like nannies or maids oh. Uh, we TV that's a choice. You don't yeah. have like a. Um, it's a choice. It's a hard choice, but we're um, willing to do it. No, I know. 
Closets. That's so, what. Well, yeah. I mean, well, the, whenever I misbehave, they just put me in the closet. Wow. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Happy holidays. So I, I, I got to say, there's other ones out there, though. I mean, there was the Santa Claus. Yeah, he, he said, said that. Yeah. yeah. But no, there was like Santa Claus the movie. Yeah. Do you remember that one with Dudley Moore? I don't. Think you don't. So. We're like, okay, I really? I think that one's really fantastic as well. It's got John Lithgow. Oh, Dudley so Dudley yeah, yeah, Moore yeah, yeah, is yeah. an elf, and he tries to like revolutionize how Santa, how the the toys are being made. Yeah, I and do it, remember and it, that. And it fails, and so he like leaves. This came out in 1987, right? Something like that. I remember that. this. And he like leaves in disgrace, and then like John Lithgow is like this evil toy manufacturer that yes. like the government is like cracking down because there's glass in his dolls. And, yeah. You know, Shit, and so he's about to go under, and then he finds the elf, and the elf has magic, and him That's and right. Santa kind of go against each other. Right. Oh, there's also yeah. I forgot to mention Elf with yes, Will Ferrell, which is honestly, so good. Never seen it. <gasps> yeah, it's that's, so that, that's funny. A shame. It's, it's yeah. a it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's not like you're gonna be like, man. Yeah. I've been missing out on this. Right. One, but it, it's, it's fun. It's so and it's good. They, it has like great quotes. Yeah. Like you smell like beef and cheese and lies. Wow. Because Will Ferrell's character literally just he's an elf and he's very confused by America's I mean view of Christmas. That is the movie that made me have a crush on Will Ferrell. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that <clears throat> Step Brothers is the one that made me cry. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ooh. We're also we're also missing some really 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 good ones. Okay. Nightmare Are you Before sure? Christmas. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. That's okay. Never mind. Scrooged. Okay. Eh. What? Okay. <laughs> Who just said eh? I that was me, dude. Scrooged <laughs> is amazing. Scrooged yeah. is. Uh, Bill Murray is boss. Right. Have you all heard right. of Bill Murray? Bill Murray yeah. is a Watch legend. it again. All right. I it's have. Near. I have. All right. All right. And you think what is better? What, what movie would you say? Home oh, Alone. Home Alone? Watch it. Home Alone's good. Uh, we I just watched it last night. It's pretty good. I don't know about it. Scrooge is I amazing. don't know how you forget your kid at home, but like also pretty good. But Scrooge is also... Now I'm just thinking of all the movies Scrooge I'm gonna have to fit sad. into Christmas. It always now. made me it's cry. It's not sad. He get, he learns at the end. He, he gets no, it makes it's me like, cry. It's like a it's like a Christmas Carol. Like he learns at the end. Yeah, that makes I me cry. I love the Muppets Christmas Carol. I was gonna hit that one next. My I made my kid watch that last week. She was meh. Yeah. She watches Muppet Babies, which is from... Muppet Babies, and she was disappointed in how. Not prominent Miss Piggy was. That was her complaint. Oh. So. How do you guys feel about uh, Bad Santa? I like Bad Santa. I like Bad Santa. I think that's a great Santa. Christmas story. I love oh. the little kid. He's like, I made you a pickle. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he, got, he, got dropped up, he got dropped on my head. On my head? Yeah. <laughs> and he's oh, like, man. why is it all red? He goes, I cut myself. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that. Yeah. Not with the kid, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's... No, uh, another. No, sh- there's a show that actually takes place during Christmas, and I think that's kind of uh, weird to think about. There's yeah. a whole series of a show called Happy. I think I may have brought this up before. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You so ever seen Happy? Yeah. So no. it's like this. Uh, he's like a. He used to be a cop. I, I, like to give you like the the rundown is this. 
kind of crazy guy that has an imaginary character. Oh my god, they, are they, you they, talking yeah, about the happy? Yeah, it's so amazing. he goes around just like killing people, and it's like super hyper violent. And the main bad guy is like this evil Santa that's like oh, human yeah. trafficking children. Yeah, and it's it's really crazy. I need to watch this. Yeah, it's good. It's I will on be Hulu, into if I'm not it. mistaken. And cool. they at, they only got two seasons, and then it got canceled. Um, and I don't oh, know. Was it canceled? It I got canceled know. after oh, the second season. It, it's so abstract. It's so it, amazing. It's so and uh, Patton Oswalt is uh, plays Happy, the imaginary character. It's so much fun, especially if you just kind of like you know just settle in and enjoy it for like it's, what it is. It's well, like silly and hyper violent and just. All around good fun. It's 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 based on a uh, graphic novel yeah. of the same name. So like yeah. it didn't need more than two seasons because no, pretty, yeah. there wasn't anything else written after that. Fair, yeah. Ray's like I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Santa with muscles? I that that's I a new one. Is that is that a Hulk that. Hogan? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I need to find that. Stat. Where can I find Ooh, that? I don't know. My kid would probably <laughs> love that. <laughs> what do you think of the, the the Schwarzenegger one though? It's not it's not jingle all the yeah, way. Jing- the I hate it. Uh, I can't. When, whenever I was a kid, we went to Universal Universal Studios while they were filming it, and at the time, I didn't realize how iconic that was. Like that, I was able to like see some of the set pieces and stuff like while they were still like working on. Yeah, it, uh, it was like the big parade scene. And oh, I was wow, too yeah. young for that to like have any meaning to me until like I was a little older. Um, and I'm maybe only seen that movie like all the way through, but everybody brings that up as like a a big. Uh, Christmas movie that they always watch, and I just think, oh, well, what? I saw the parade scene being filmed when I was, like, five. <laughs> wow. When did that movie come out? I don't remember, but I just... Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Hold on. I'm looking at the 50 best Christmas movies of all okay. time. Number 42, Batman Returns. I don't know about oh, that. What? Oh, fuck. No. Yeah, that's it right. Because the, oh. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, Okay, sure. Batman Returns. That's because uh, <laughs> I'd rather comes watch... in... Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Batman, uh, Batman Returns, Penguin comes in because it's all about a Christmas Carol. They have the whole... Maybe it wasn't as uh, entertaining <laughs> as I thought. Yeah. I mean, I would rather watch, like, a Lifetime Christmas movie wow. or, like, Hallmark Christmas movie what about than Prancer? Batman Returns. What? Prancer. Batman Returns wasn't it wasn't the bad one. Batman and Robin and No, like, Batman Returns was the beginning of the bad ones. Well, yeah. the beginning of the I mean, bad it's ones. not a bad one, but it's like not Batman Forever. But like for Christmas. Fair. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, so this website, hold on, let me pull up this website. Christmas actually. Did you um, say Prancer? Yeah. Is that about a stripper? No, it's about the it's about the reindeer, the reindeer Prancer. Holly, <laughs> the little girl yeah. goes, It's Prancer. I, oh, you know, I've I actually just, okay. No, I haven't seen that one. Okay, I'll look it up. So though. this is Esquire magazine's site of the fifty best Christmas movies of all time. Number twenty nine, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, yeah. What? That is, okay. that is Christmas. How I would that put that Christmas? at twenty nine. That makes sense. Uh, well, I mean, how I was like Christmas movie that uh, scissor hands. I guess. So, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah when mean, he uh, when he's in the. Ice carving and stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. the tower is, with the guy, which is lower it's always than Christmas. Number twenty six, a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Oh, oh that yuck. one's not good. That one's not <laughs> great. <laughs> Too bad. It's not good. Twenty five, Die Hard. It. I, you know really what? I movie. hate Die Hard. Oh, what? 
I know. Oh, it's what? because my cousin, when I was a kid, loved Die Hard, so I had to watch it like over and oh. over and over and over and number over and over. Number twenty two, Gremlins. Okay, I love Gremlins. Number twenty three, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Great That's film. A Christmas movie. I like great movie. Yeah. Great film. A- about as much of a Christmas film as Die Hard. Though, right. Right. Yeah. Number eighteen, Eyes Wide Shut. Huh? What? <laughs> what? Okay. I don't know about oh, that. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I mean. I haven't seen it, so... I think they're using the, like, Christmas movie term a little <laughs> right, loosely, right. but, like, okay. Okay, um, can I say something? Go for it. Um, just been watching uh, Nosferatu. Okay. Which Nosferatu. is totally, totally Christmas land. It is. It's really fun and scary as shit. Okay. I want to put that on that list. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do the top 10 okay. of okay. the Esquire magazine's top 10 Christmas movies of all time. So number 10, A Christmas Carol. Let's just say which one. It's the original. Okay. Oh, okay. The uh, Charles, the Black yeah, and White yeah, yeah. 1951. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad one. Okay. Number nine, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Number eight. Is it more Christmas Carols? Bad Santa. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. Kind of shocked at that one. A yeah. little shocked. Little shocked. I like that one. And you know what? If you're a parent, you'll love it even more. Because let me tell you, yeah. you hate Christmas just a little tiny, itty bitty bit. Number seven. Can't disagree with this. Uh-oh. Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, I okay. love that Fuck one. That. Which one? one? The black and white? Yes. Okay. Why do you hate that one? Because it's happy. Plus the one, <laughs> plus the one that came out in the Actually, '90s yeah. had the Matilda girl exactly. in it. Exactly, it reminds me of everything it was. I didn't have in my life. Okay, so number six. It was happy. Scrooged. Okay, I like that one. Fair. Bill Murray. James doesn't agree. Yeah. Number uh, five. It's more for some. Home Alone. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right. Love that one. Number four. A White Christmas. Oh, I forgot about that one. Featuring a new version of the song from the film, yeah. 1954. Number three, A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. That's one of the... Like, yeah. Ralphie. In the okay. Number that's two, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I think that's in a good place. That's really shocking. That's a good I'm, one. I'm actually happy with that. I, no, I'm happy with that. I'm just yeah. shocked. I yeah. like it. You know what? It's iconic. And once I kind of want to watch it tonight. <laughs> once your kids like get to a certain age, they'll be able to understand. Because like Shitter's I said, full. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, every family is the Griswolds. I'll tell you right Shitter's now. Full. Yeah. Every day is like a Christmas vacation hey Clark, at my go house. Get your boss. I mean, you yeah. kid has his boss, cousin Eddie. I mean, cousin Eddie is iconic. Everyone has a cousin Eddie that's you know a jackass or someone in their family who's a cousin Eddie. So, what movie do you think is number one? I don't know now. Um, Grinch. No, uh. I would say um, um, we weren't doing number ones. No. Not yet. Um, shit. A Christmas Carol. I think everyone number can one? figure it out. Uh, no. A, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. That's one of my favorite movies, even not in Christmas Merry time. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, yes. God. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Wonderful Life. It's like the iconic, like. I even Good have a story. joke based on it. I do too. Do you? I do. So I always fuck with like people, and I'll and, and I'll come out of nowhere, and I'll be like, I'll be like, 
Remember that time you didn't come over to my house and I died because <coughs> you weren't there. Because <laughs> you weren't there. Because you know he's like he tells him he's like he's like remember that time you slid it on you, you went to a slide down the thing and you went in the lake. He's like my brother Georgie he, he saved me or I saved him. Oh, you weren't there. He died. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I used to do that to Billy all the time. Like, I like that. Oh, you weren't there, and people never like. It, some people would catch the joke, and some people wouldn't. Some people don't. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you movie. There. So fuck. You've never seen it. Fuck, never seen it. Oh my god. It yeah. is. It is one of my favorite movies yeah, of all don't, time. Don't bother. <laughs> oh, wow. It, I, it's one of my favorite movies. I can watch it not yeah. during Christmas. Like, I love it so much. But I love, like, older movies like yeah. that. But, uh, so I wrote a joke that is not wholesome at all. Okay. Um, it's, it's about, so when I was dating, I would meet guys, I would go on dates with them, I would sleep with them, <laughs> and sometimes they would have a oh, really a itty-bitty <laughs> dick, okay? And so I made a reference to... <laughs> This movie by being like, you know, I feel like every time a woman sleeps with a man with a micro penis, an angel gets his wings. Oh damn! And if you haven't seen that movie, you don't get it. Right. Um. So basically, in the movie, every time somebody rings a bell, an angel, an angel gets, gets his, wings. his wings. And the angel that's helping him didn't have yeah, his wings. Yeah. Exactly. And so I would tell that joke, and it was so funny because you could tell the demographic of the crowd. Yeah. By who was laughing. So, like, if the crowd laughed a lot, they were, like, mm, older probably. older than me mm-hmm. and up there. Or if, if it was a crowd of people who were, like, 30 and younger, they'd be like, what? I don't get it. I'm like, because it's like a... Yeah, because it's almost Never mind. arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. Right. I always just love that because, like, like, he takes... Because, like, the angel takes him around and uh, it's almost a little bit, uh, like, because he's going to kill himself. And and he, spoiler alert, I'm sorry. If you haven't yeah. seen It's Wonderful Life, Ray. In the last 100 <laughs> years. So the uh, the uh, angel's taking is. him around and he's showing him his life and he's trying to, he's going to kill himself because everything is, is, is bad. Okay. Yeah. And at one point, he saved his little brother was sledding down a hill <laughs> and he went out onto a lake and it cracked and he fell in. And he saved him. As you do. And then his little brother went on to be a war hero and he saved all these people in the war. And anyway, they show the he shows him the same thing, and like the little boy, his brother dies. And he goes, "No, I saved him." And he goes, and then he went on to save all these people. And he goes, "Well, he didn't, because you weren't there." Yeah. <laughs> you, you you wished you never existed, and so I always tell people I used to do that to Billy all the time, and he'd be like, like "What the fuck?" It's <laughs> basically the uh, anti killing yourself pamphlet that they've been using for 50 years. Nice. Like, literally. Well, yeah. Anyway. I, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Happy yeah. Holidays. How is that the best Christmas thing? Please don't kill yourself. What, so <laughs> Merry Christmas. Home Alone 1 is better. It's like, I know. leave your kid at home. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. So, so I haven't watched that. Yeah. Years. Home and Alone? I, I yes. And I watch Home Alone. We're watching it last night. And I looked over at Hamster and I'm like, we could never like forget Danny, right? No, it's and called he, cell phones. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, No, I don't I don't think she would let us forget her. Um Where and is then, she? And then we're watching like the whole thing and we're just like Okay, so let me get this straight. You're going to fly all the way to Paris. You forgot your kid. Cool. You figure that out. You get to Paris. 
That's only and one the of their kids, though. And the mom is going to sit in the airport while the rest of the family right. enjoys their vacation and you try and figure out how to get home. I mean, of course, I'm excited to see John Candy and all that stuff, but like... I was just like, what kind of family is just like, oh, we left an eight-year-old at home. We're going to enjoy our vacation. You have fun with that, Mom. No, she's look at how like, big that, oh. She fights to get back. Yeah, no, but I also, know, but like the rest of is. the family. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's also, true. You're but looking, the rest of the family doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And you they know? shouldn't. They should. Nah, no. if I was cousin, I'd be like, nah. Fuck them. All right. I got, I'm going to fuck a parent. Okay. He yeah, fucking exactly. stay at home. You she, got, is she gone? Is she gone? All right, cool. We're good. Yeah. Somebody's getting taken care of. You guys are really not getting the best parts of that movie. You're, you're talking about when he fights the the villains. Oh, oh that's no, the best no, 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 part. No, no, no. I would fight to have my family leave me behind. Oh, yeah. I mean, fair. Fair, fair, okay. fair, fair. You're just excited to be to home just alone. be left home alone. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, you're just that's like, what uh, you want. Hey, oh my god, they left. He's <laughs> he's making pizza. He's just fucking kicking shit over. No, that's true. It's a great time. No, that's true. But never happened. Never happened anymore. Yeah. Never could happen now. I mean, I, I understand most of these movies can never happen, but like Home Alone, it's like, uh, what happened? Oh, oh shit, the kids calling me. Ah, I left them. Fuck. Well, let's go back. No, no, no. no. Movie it's, over. This is like Lockies. You just... Yeah. Uh, nah. Now the kid with his cell phone, he's like... He's attached to the cell phone. I mean... So the police are here now. Yeah, I told them to go away. CYFD is, uh, is, is, that my, is, is yeah. picking us up at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the part where she calls the cops, and she's like, hey, I'm in Paris, I'm calling because I need you to check on my kid. And they called her crazy. I'm like, that would never happen now. No. That kid would be taken away forever. Well, yeah. you, actually, you'd be afraid. You'd be afraid to call a cop. Yeah, yeah. like we wouldn't call. Like, hey, I'm a piece of shit. I would call like a coworker that I right. knew had nothing going on. I'd be right. like, hey, can you go? Kevin! Yeah. Like, can you go check on my kid? Uh, because up. if you call CYFD, uh, oh my know, God. You know how I am. <laughs> I fucked up real bad. But also, how do you not like, know I you left, have your kid? I left him a bowl of food and a bowl of water. They should be fine. I made, I made yeah. food mountain. Uh, food yeah. mountain. Like, good. I'm sorry, but I just don't know how you would forget your kid. <laughs> Pretty sure he can get water from the fridge. <laughs> yeah, he can drink out of the toilet. Yeah. I mean, it's he. A ate, thing. Oh, my favorite part was Danny didn't really focus on it, but. The only part she really commented on was when he made himself like food and he had like a bowl of ice cream with marshmallows and all this gross shit like cereal. And she's like, hell yeah. She goes, oh my God, guys, that looks so good. We need to make that food. That food so, looks good. I don't know if you know this exists. <laughs> so like YouTube is like the is like the the new like I'm aware of YouTube. You know where I'm going. So YouTube is this new world where they not just like us, people like us, but there's like people who kind of are like below Mythbusters and can do whatever. There's a group that did the Home Alone, what would really happen if the things really like the traps really hit you. Oh. There's a whole YouTube video of what would have really happened to you if those really, if, if that yeah. really happened. And you can go watch it. It's on YouTube. It's really actually funny. It's like, yeah. oh my god, that would have killed. Like some of those would have funny just literally, because it's yeah. all murder. It's all murder. Yeah, it's like murder. You're dead. Murder. Oh, I had. 
You know, and like a big paint can comes swinging down and smashes you in the skull. Probably oh. going to smash in your skull. Right. Not even that. Probably would have taken off your head. Oh, speaking of which, now, the, 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 the weird transition. So my father and I, I go home for Christmas. And my father and I, I mean, my mom watches like murder shit all day. Yeah. But she watches like the murder shit where they find the dead body already. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. My dad's like, my dad's like, ah, I know that you're tired of watching. I know you don't like to watch this. So he's like, let's watch uh, Rambo Last Blood. Yes. <laughs> me and your and, mom would get along right? so good. And me and my dad, my dad, my dad's like, you want to watch Last Blood? And I'm like, yeah. And he, and he can't figure out like how to, you know, the streaming <laughs> services are, he, he understands, he likes it. He just doesn't grasp it. Yeah. And he's like, I just want to watch Last Blood. And I go, give me the controller. And I was like, you want to rent it? It's $4. He's like, yeah, rent it. And Rambo Last Blood. Have you have you seen? Okay, that's the new one, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh first my all, god! First of all, okay. have you seen? I mean, everyone's seen you know First Blood, or most people, and they saw Rambo. You know, just Rambo. Yeah. And then they saw Rambo Three, which was trash. No, I mean so then there John was, Rambo. John, so then there was a movie called John Rambo that came out after that. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's seen it here. Yeah. How fucking insane is that movie? It's when he's up insane. on the Cal just cutting people in half. It's oh, like insane. insane. Now that makes me ask a question. Yeah. After we saw that, why didn't you go, ooh, I want to see Rambo First Blood? Or Last Blood? Oh, I, I definitely do. I just haven't. You yeah. should. Yeah. Because it is um, more of the same. I want that. That's, that's all I would want from that. And like. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you about one. So first of all, he lives in Arizona and he has he has a niece that he that he that he that he raised, and this other woman that lives with him. I don't really under. They never really like explain her relationship. And he builds tunnels under the ground, right? There's a scene where the vill- one of the villains walks around a corner, and this thing snaps halfway into his head, destroying his face in the process. And you see. Every single detail. Yes. Of that. And I'm not uh-huh. going to tell you anymore because it's fucking insane. Yeah. It's only like an hour and a half long. And where did you rent this on? Uh, Amazon. My dad's oh. coming into town. I may yeah. rent this and watch it yeah. with my father. And there's literally like the worst for like, here's the Rambo movie. Worst foreshadowing ever. Uh, Rambo's trying to get back to a normal life. And, uh, you know, things are. <laughs> Thank God Sorry. you guys are here. Uh, oh, you want to go do? St- uh, oh, bad things are happening. Well, this can only go good, right? <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Nope. Lots of people are gonna die. Uh. Insane deaths. You know, insane deaths. It's crazy, and it ends. And me and my dad are like, eh, that was good, real good. <laughs> that Sounds was like good. a good we Christmas movie. Yeah. One of the movies my dad and I watch regularly together is Full Metal Jacket. By the way. My grandpa loves that movie, and anytime yeah. he wants to watch it, I will watch it with yes. him because well, it's so good, and he loves it. Was he? Uh, was he Marine Vietnam? No, he was in the Korean War. Okay. Well, my dad was a Marine in Vietnam. Yeah. So and, that's like and and, and like whenever. Oh my God, my dad! Like it's weird. Like he 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 has PTSD and he gets yep. all he's all fucked up from the shit, but man, when when what's his face uh, Gunnery like uh, Arlie Emery 
is just shredding people. Yeah. He just loves it. It's oh, just like, yeah. he's like, he, and he goes, mm-hmm. You know what my yep. grandpa loves uh-huh. similarly to that is uh, when I was a kid, I would watch MASH with my grandpa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I never understood. The movie? No, the show. Oh, okay. Um, so he was in the Korean War. MASH takes place during that same time. Yeah. And we would watch it when I was a kid all the time. Like every Saturday, I would watch MASH with him. And now that I'm older and I understand where he's been, I get it. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, yeah. you identify with that. And people yeah, of your generation yeah. identify of that. Um, but he loves MASH. He loves Full Metal Jacket. He loves yeah. all the things. Well, I was I, watching that. So, like, did you see, have you seen The Irishman? I haven't watched it yet. I can't commit. It's on like my list. Four hours. Yet. It's it's long. It's yeah. so long. And I, and I have the I have the issue with like. Uh, did, Plus, did I, talk, I had to watch Don't Fuck with Cats. So. Did I also tell you? Did I, did I go off on like how I uh, the one problem with the Irishman is Robert De Niro's? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the, there's this meme on Imager, and it made me laugh so hard. And it was like it was like this guy is like I watched the Irishman with my dad. The only time he said anything was uh, whenever his truck broke down. And he goes. Hmm. Probably transmission. <laughs> like, he's like never said another word. Oh man! Week. So I watched a, a docu <laughs> limited series on Netflix, yeah. and I really wanted to talk about it with Ray. Yeah, no, oh, I, I I want to watch it now. Probably what is it? Will, it's called it's Don't called Fuck Don't with Fuck cats. with Cats. So what it's oh. about is this guy, can, and I don't want to ruin anything. No, no, no. I saw the trailer. You need to watch it so yeah. we can talk about it. Yeah. But so I love true crime. As everybody here Ooh. knows. But this one is about a guy. So there's a data analyst who like, she works in data and all this stuff, which ended up not really being important to the story, but it made me excited. That's why I started watching it. Cause that's what I'm going to school for. Um, but she like gets on the internet and sees this YouTube video of a guy like killing kittens and they get like super invested into like, Finding this guy, and it like how gets, is he killing kittens? Well, you have. I I think that that kind of it's not. It yeah. won't play any. It won't like ruin anything. Yeah. Because trust me, the story gets so crazy. Right. Well, so I mean, there's all there's a lot of ways to well, a lot of went, ways to do oh, it. Jeez. Anyway, <laughs> so it went viral, and he put kittens in like a vacuum seal bag and vacuumed oh, God. the oh, air out. That's pretty cool. And. What the fuck? James, gross. Anyway, so there was nothing cool about it. Um, He's killing kittens on video just to be a dick. And then these people get really invested. They start like a Facebook. It's not he's jars or anything. Well, he's killing. uh, It's still gross, James. No need to kill him. Anyway, so. So unimaginative. James, come on, man. Anyway, so I'm going to continue talking and I'm going to pretend you're not being a jerk right now. So I uh, so he he does this, and then this group gets invested in this guy, like finding this guy, and he ups the ante like a number of times. So he's and like it a gets, serial killer for like yeah, pretty much. no, but it yeah. gets worse. It gets like so much worse. This guy ends up like doing worse things. Oh um, shit! Well, yeah, I definitely intend to watch it, and I know that we're at the end of the second hour, but I would definitely like to get. A kind of a deeper dive into it on yeah. the next show because it's so this is good. Let's well, not like do the next show for that. Well, we at some f- point, yeah. very soon. Yeah, because 
is cats are so very good. important to me. Sure. Cats. <laughs> and this has gone like viral. Yeah. Like people are loving and hating. I haven't even and seen I it. both This is the first I've ever heard of this. I both well, I'm a true crime person, so yeah. people have been really into it because of true crime. But there are good points and bad points, and it would be cool if like you watched it because yeah. there are points where I, I don't really like right. it. It's on Hulu. Yes. It's no. On Netflix. Netflix. Oh, I have. And it's, it's like a. Original. It's three episodes long. Oh really? Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's like pretty short. Um, they left a few things out, uh, which of course me as a sicko true crime person, like I know the the story behind it. Yeah. Um. So if you guys want to watch it, we can get a deeper dive into it. Uh, that'd did, be you, cool. did you watch uh, um, the murder one? The, Making a murder? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm waiting God. for third season, man, because I don't think, think he did it. Well, I know someone came out and said they did it. I know. And yeah. and his lawyer like tweeted about it. That's how into true crime I am. Yeah. Like I follow his lawyer. I, I so. feel I feel like I feel like the kids gotta they gotta let the kid loose. Well, the kid didn't do it for sure, but no. I also feel like uh, the the main character didn't do it. Brandon, and, Brandon. and he missed WrestleMania. That was the biggest. <laughs> yeah. biggest yeah. That's a letdown. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was a letdown. It was Poor awful. <laughs> so, all right. So we've got one more show for the year. I mean. <clears throat> Are we gonna do? Uh, I mean, we got to talk about what, what the year we've had because yes. it's been kind of a, a changing year. I, I mean, feel like all of us have had big things happen. Well, I mean, Ray's started Ray's the show. Here. Yeah. You know, Billy left the show. Yeah. Actually, we, interesting. Wait a minute, Billy will be in town. He will. We should. Have should we get him Billy to come on the yeah. show? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I'll try. Yeah. Uh, this has been probably one of my most formative years personally yeah. between being on the show and you know the other things i think it's been a good year right it's mostly crazy. thanks to you guys so oh, yeah so i mean we gotta go through all that yeah. i mean but it's been pretty amazing i mean it's it, you know um i will say this you know i've done this for 13 years and i know i, I say that all the time but you know we've never really done a good holiday episode and i feel like we tried today I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it was good. Yeah, I felt great. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited all you guys are with me, you know? And so, like, you guys are like, oh, you didn't you bought a gift? No, I bought you gifts because, you know, you guys you guys come and you, you guys do this with me. This is something that I created one day yeah. in my mind, you know? And I just was like, this is something I want to do. And it's, like, blossomed into this, you know? <laughs> and, you know, why not? You know, I don't, who knows how long it'll go? Who knows long how long everybody will take that ride? Yeah. And uh, I hope everyone has a happy holiday, whatever your holiday is, whether it's Kwanzaa, whether it's Hanukkah, whether it's Christmas. I don't you just know. spend time with family yeah. and friends. Right. Right. Exactly. And I feel like my life this year, it's it's been an up and down roller coaster, but it's been a it's actually been a I don't know. Because there's been a lot of people pass away in my yeah. life, and and that's been rough, and but then there's also been a lot of good things that have happened in my life that you know have kind of counteracted that. So I don't know what to call this year. Everybody's like 2019's been rough, and I'm like, it has, and it and it has. Um, so. I've been describing it as the year that I've been living my best life while also living my worst life, right? At the same time, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people are doing that. Yeah, out there. And I feel a lot of people are, you know, trying the best to just make it through the holiday. Like, I feel like October was the longest month ever. 
And then November went by like two in a week. And then now December is the second longest month of the year. <laughs> you know, it just yeah. won't end. And it's like, here we go. I mean, we're, we're marching on the new year, you know. It's going to be an election year. It's going to be crazy, Jeez. you know. Yeah. Shit's going to yeah. get... Shit's just gonna get crazier and crazier. I don't know. I feel like I never. I know that we don't talk about politics on here. Yeah. But come on, impeachment eve happened, and it was it great. And it did. I feel like election season just got a little bit more interesting. And yeah. I love election season because it's like soap operas for oh, me. I, <laughs> I get so sick um, of it. You know. Yeah. Um. But I. I feel like. Um. This is an important thing yeah. for our. You know. For history. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I wish I, I love all you guys and uh, thank you guys Aww. for for taking this journey with me. And uh, we yeah. love you, Chris. Aww. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Yay! I love you guys big time. Uh, and the people who watch this show, I, I love you guys. You know, thank you for for being a part of our family and taking um, the time to, yeah. to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And if and if you this is your first show then uh, and you like it, like and subscribe. If it's if, if if you really like it, tell your friends, tell your tell your family and spread the word. I mean, you know, this 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 we we do because we love it. We don't get paid. None of these people are paid to do this. I mean, I am. None of us. Well, James, James walks in. <laughs> he has kidding. a retainer. No, no <laughs> none of us are paid. Everything here comes out of pocket, and so, you know, we do it because we love it, and that's just what it is. So, thank you guys, and everybody have a happy holiday. From from us to you, we, we are, are ten, 10 Drink, drink Minimum. minimum.